Hey, gang, before we get going today, just a quick reminder. Tour dates have been announced. The start of the 2020 tour is happening. Yeah. Steve Sadak, where are we going? Get your bathing suits out because we're going. <laughs> it's the summer. It's in mm-hmm. June on June 6th. You always have to wear a bathing suit in the summer. That's just. I'm sorry. That's I'm constantly wearing bathing yeah. suits because they have that mesh lining. You don't have to wear underwear. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's right, dude. Once June one, I'm wearing a bathing suit to lay off. We're not going on June one. We're going on uh, June, June six to Detroit, Michigan, yeah. the Majestic Theater. We're going to be talking about RoboCop three, mm-hmm. the Robert John Burke joint. Loving that's it, right. dude. Fellow purchase alum, famed swimmer. And Robocop. on the next day, we're going to Cleveland, Ohio, to talk about. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. That is on June 7th at Hilarity. Look at you knowing that. Good for you. And you're yeah, right. It's gonna be, yeah. We're super excited. <laughs> and then, we're, then we have a travel day. But on June 9th, Chris, where are we going and what are we going to be doing? We're going to Pittsburgh. And we're going to be talking about a little movie called Taken. Taken. Yes. We're going to be at the Rex Theater. We're taking the Rex Theater over. <laughs> and it's the OG taken, the number one, not exactly. none of them sequels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco it, from Tripoya is going to get what's coming to him. Totally. <laughs> then uh, we then take, we're, we're, we're heading south. A couple of days off, 6-15, June 15th, we're going to the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. To be talking about Under Siege, Andrew Jupin's favorite movie. Fucking loving it, dude. I'm telling you. Tommy Lee Jones plus electric guitar equals boner town. What the fuck am I doing on this boat? <laughs> you're the fucking chef, dude. And then if you're Go in North Carolina. talk Car- to the captain. If you're in North Carolina, you're like, oh, I just get one new- we hate movies show fucking wrong. Absolutely wrong. You better get in your car and you better also go to Asheville the next night at the Orange Peel because we're talking about Junior and it's going to be a gross fucking show. Yeah, that's right. I'm having a baby and you're invited. By the way, come to both shows. What the hey? You might as well. What? What's that? You're taking the whole week off of work because you're going to Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee, 617. We are going to be at Zany's. We are talking about the original Footloose. Fuck, that's going to be fun. To end right. this leg of the tour. John Probably Lithgow. a little bit of a WLM there in Nashville. Sure, yeah. Maybe John. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin Bacon, right? The yes. dancing is going to sure. be out. Absolutely. We might ask the audience to dance. I don't know what's yeah, going to happen. Gonna be a you never know. Party. By the way, uh, tickets are kind of flying, so don't sleep on these, gang. All of these have VIP meet and greets. It's a VIP. Yep. Some of them get you preferential seating. Some of them don't. I'm not sure. But you get to meet us after the show yes. if you want. Exactly. So Maybe that- if you want to sign up just for the preferential seating, I understand. Exactly. If you just want to wave at us, <laughs> come to shake our hands. We're creeps. But yeah, th- those meet and greets are a lot of fun if you want to do that. But those go really quick usually. So those are the ones you want to get first if you're into that. But also get those tickets. Yeah, don't sleep on that stuff. All tickets are available right now. Go to whmpodcast.com. Click on that tour tab. All the information is right there. It's all laid out for you. Our 2020 tour kicks off in June. We're super excited to get back on the road, and we cannot wait to see you there. June 6th, the We Hate Movies 2020 tour kicks off in Detroit, the Motor City. Do not miss us on the road this year, gang. We'll see you soon. On this week's program, it's Saw meets Dead Man Walking. It's Law Abiding Citizen. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Have you seen Dead Man Walking? Chris (laughs) Cabin. He's on death row, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's about it. it. And we hate movies.
welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, it is the start of the 2020 Listener Request Month. Holy fucking shit. Uh, And this is uh, Law Abiding Citizen. It was requested by Jack from Chicago. Let's hear this fella. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, This is Jack uh, calling from Chicago. Uh, I'd recommend the uh, 2009 um, political political law-based thriller Law Abiding Citizen, starring Jamie Foxx and Gerard Butler. It's a mess of a film. It's pretty implausible, to put it mildly, and it has probably the most audience-insulting twist of any recent movie that I've seen. And uh, plus, uh, you basically uh, gives you an opportunity to uh, do impersonations of Gerard Butler, which are always fun. So, uh, love you guys. You guys are a lot of fun. Looking forward to whatever you end up choosing to do. Have a great one. A nice, polite call. Sure. You know what? Good for you, buddy. Good phone manners. So now I won't call him a (laughs) jack-off. I would like to thank everybody that called in. And I will also thank everybody. You really heard the brief message. You really did it. Almost everybody was under a minute. Mm -hmm. Some people like a minute 30. Very few two minutes, Were they all polite as this guy? Oh, some were mostly polite. Some were very nice. Yeah, this is Jason from Cincinnati. Fuck you, Steve. (laughs) I would like to see. Usually, Steve comes out of his jerk den where he does all his work (laughs) with long white hair, long nails, and like hissing at people saying, (laughs) it is done. The work is done. Today, he had just a normal haircut. (laughs) I also love everybody, the guy, the people that call in multiple times and it's like yeah this is john from ah shit and it's just like hang up one of my favorite things about doing this show dude when someone and listen and i i, I get it's, it i get it's, it it's, i totally it's, get you're it. on a clock it's totally very weird it. i totally get it yeah it is the funniest fucking thing when someone bottoms out on a phone call and Hel- bails hello i'd like to request beverly hills cop 2 oh wait i'm gonna call you right back i would like to request <laughs> beverly hills cop 3 3 is the one. Oh man i left a voicemail for my dentist recently and i was like oh no this is not going should i bail out i can get bail out this poor poor person's gonna listen to this so i had to go through with it and just sound like an idiot some lady's just like i can't answer you i don't know what you're talking about here, but sir. all voicemails should work with at the end it's like would you like to delete or leave your message Cause, absolutely because uh, that's your me, lips I'm to like, god's ears steve like, oh yeah and if you could just call me back well, actually, you can't because you're dead. Ah, oh, ah, shit. I love you start vomiting on en- the voicemail. Entire scene from Swingers related to calling into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're all beautiful babies. That's right. This is uh, Law Abiding Citizen from 2009, directed by F. Gary Gray. Mm. Mm. Uh, more like F. Gary making bad movies. <laughs> God is <laughs> ass. Hey, I changed my name, okay? It's Gray now. Well, he did some of those Fast and Furious people did, like. Oh, no, did he, he really? did eight. No, he did the one that everybody that was oh, the okay. one. Got it. That okay. was it, dude. What, he, he did Straight Outta Compton, which everybody likes. That's the movie. I didn't see that. It's pretty good. It is, is it? good. Yeah, it's, it's, fine. Fine. it's a good movie. It's a great cable movie. Like it, oh, it yeah. is. It's like it, you know, Oscars. Yeah, but cable. Oh, right. oh. oh. TNT <laughs> Superstation. What are we talking about? Primo with the fingers, Paul Giamatti villain. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. right. He's it's like up the there crooked with, manager yeah, or something. Yeah. It's like pig vomit. Oh yeah, yes, bit. the role he was born to play. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a movie where uh, Jamie Foxx kind of like. He's a he's a an ADA, you know, he's a prosecutor in the mm-hmm. DA's office at the start of this movie. So he's a dude who like 
kind of slacks on the job a little bit, and uh, the murderer of Gerard Butler's family goes free uh, after three years in prison. He doesn't slack. He's He's got a 96% fucking uh, rate for getting people behind bars. Well, he's fucking, he's corking his bat then, dude, because he's bailing on this case <laughs> because it's like, you know, we could go to trial. You may lose, and they could both Look, walk free. I'm not moneyballing this thing. It's part of, you know, <laughs> don't know wh- where it comes from, but he's good at what he does. We do, so we started like Gerard Butler. He's like hanging out with his little precious angelic baby daughter. You're like, oh, Aww. there's there's a ticking clock above your head, sweetheart. <laughs> and, you know, instantly there's a home invasion. Also, within the two minutes and 30 seconds, I counted, mm-hmm. there is a rape scene. Now... It, most of the time, it takes you more time to figure out if F. Murray Abraham is in a movie. Like, if you're just like, is there going to be an end F. Murray Abraham? That's where the rape scene is. It's like the beginning. Because you know what, Steve? This movie's got places to be. <laughs> now, personally, <laughs> I view the appearance of F. Murray Abraham to be better than a rape scene. Well, I, I also I agree. I would agree with that. That's a fun surprise. That's also, a bad surprise. Also, you're, you're, you're softballing it here, Steve. I don't want to call you out, but you're softballing it. This is... Rape going into necrophilia? Yeah. It's a BTK situation. First of all, they are bound. Well, my thing is, it also doesn't even, like, Gerard Butler never even talks about, like, and then they raped my wife, which made me even angrier. It's just like, she's dead. Like, so just fucking kill her. If that's if we're doing women in refrigerators, let's do that. Let's not also add the ubiquitous dumb rape scene for no reason. Funny enough, I didn't really even notice it. It, you get a thong it's, shot. Well, yeah, because it's interrupted by his daughter. Yes. And the guy's right. like, I know how to take care of this. I only noticed like <clears throat> the fat dude like pulling his pants back up. I didn't yes. see a thong shot. There is. There, there is. is. Yeah, there absolutely is. Well, I, mean, I wasn't re- refuting the existence of said <laughs> thong shot. I just missed it. It really starts out with the little girl making a necklace for mommy. Of right? course. Yeah, and sure. Gerard Butler calls her Pumpkinhead. I was like, oh shit, is this setting up the Pumpkinhead well, that, franchise? That hey, would dude, only, Pumpkinhead started with the dead kid. And yeah. that would only exist if Lance Henriksen was one of these, was Darby. <laughs> I actually, Gerard Butler in Pumpkinhead in the Lance Henriksen role as Might a work. remake, I'm okay yes, with that. Absolutely. Because he does a good job at like grief-stricken dude whose yes. life is ruined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, I'm going to have to go to this old lady. Come on, Pumpkinhead, go get him! <laughs> Oh, yeah, put Gerard Butler in Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> I cannot do it. <laughs> I'm from Boston. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, the, you know, it's, it's your classic home invasion. Gerard Butler has to watch as everything goes down. It's a bat to the face immediately, which is awesome. Yes. It's Pretty a, solid bat to the yeah. face. He sells it, too. That's it's good. a fat guy and a tweakery kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of like a Badger and Skinny Pete situation. A bit. <laughs> and uh, the skinny guy's like, hey, man, what are you doing? He's like, I'm here. And he has like all this shit. He's like, you can't cheat fate. <laughs> like, this guy is like a poor man's Donald Logue, by yes. the way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this guy's playing like a premier fucking scumbag. This, this is Donald Logue from the Bad Biff future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not not the Tao of Steve. No, no, that's a nice one. Mm-hmm. That's that what dude he's loved put behind bars. Um, yeah. So then we meet Jimmy Fox. Like I said, is this prosecutor, you know, trying these two guys or whatever? And the the scumbag guy, the rapist and murderer guy, has made a deal, and he's fucking turning the tweaker guy in, saying it was all on him. Yeah. Jamie Fox is like, well, Bing Bang Boom. I have this deal. I have this confession. 
that tweaker dude's going to get the death penalty, and you, Mr. Darby, you will get three years in prison for, like, murder three. Mm-hmm. And, like, he has to, like, with most of these deals, you have to, and also, I just don't even see, like, the benefit to Jamie Foxx. Like, yeah, oh, I don't want to lose my case, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Because he's got the conviction rate he's worried about because he wants to He's an to opportunistic eventually... piece of shit. Well, yeah, he's, right. talking, he's talking to, woohoo, Bruce McGill well, um, <laughs> about it, and uh, he seems very concerned. Because he's but, an instrument of the state. An uncaring yes. instrument of the state. Yeah. And he has to be taught, is the point of this movie. Exactly. Yeah, he has to learn. I don't know, man. This movie, I don't know who to side with. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> the, the movie, the thesis of the movie just falls apart about well, halfway through. <laughs> I'd say three quarters of the way through. <laughs> but I really- will also say up top, you may notice my tone here. I kind of enjoyed watching this movie. <laughs> it's kind of a fun movie. I will say that. I never I, saw it before. Me and Steve are going to stay quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just, you don't know it's wrong. Obviously, Gerard Butler ends up murdering tons of innocent people to try to prove that his wife and daughter were innocent. Okay. He's about to kill the takeout delivery man who gave them pizza that afternoon. Yeah. Like, he's really going for the full fucking deck. You said 30 minutes or less. That was my daughter's final meal, and it was a bit cold. Time to die. I'm cutting a slice out of you. The, I mean, the, the mail was late that day because of you. I do think this that this proves that Gerard Butler is like the Al Pacino of in the seventies of dad movies. Like this is mm-hmm. he is yeah. the if you got a dad movie, a movie that is for dads by dads, yeah. you are getting Gerard Butler. Yeah, this movie like the <clears throat> the uh, the Venn diagram of like dudes who like this movie and dudes who like like John Wayne movies. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Exactly, a lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. A lot of purple overlap. Oh, this is this is de- this is hardcore dad territory, man. Do not return. <laughs> Imagine your dad's fucking retin Coriolanus. <laughs> and what? what what's, what? <laughs> what are they saying? This all gonna be? Oh man, Ray Fiennes M from the the Bond movies and Gerard <laughs> Butler getting it on. What, what, what are they saying? What's that? I really I like I, that what's movie. that? It's really good. It is really Coriolanus. Good. Yeah, it's never a, saw it. It's a Shakespeare it's a sh- adaptation. Well, that I know. Yeah. I'm not totally uncultured. <laughs> but yeah, That's so like, me. But I don't know what, like, the deal. Like, so it wasn't like, Cornholios. Hey. That's what I was wondering. I was like, wait, so who's butthead in this? <laughs> who's wearing their t shirt over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's also pretty obvious from the get that Darby isn't going to be cool about it. Like, look, if you get off with the murder, just be cool Button about it. right up, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, he's not going to be cool. He's going to be doing, like, fuck it. He's going to do press tours and shit. Like, that motherfucker let me off, and I cut that bitch up. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll sign a deal. Why don't you kiss me on the lips first? Well, <laughs> in a perfect world, Darby would have some sports memorabilia that he could then try to steal back. <laughs> Yeah, a few years later, Darby will be arrested in Las Vegas in a <laughs> shitty hotel. This is my stuff. This is my stuff. So, like, just imagine this movie done by, like, um, Ron Goldman's dad or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's kind of cool, right? That would be fun. But then, like, I guess in that world, also, Darby would be, like, on Twitter posting videos for some reason. Yeah. Here's me in a hibachi. <laughs> I'm Darby and I'm free. <laughs> Let me weigh in on the Kobe Bryant tragedy. Hi, what? it's me, Darby. <laughs> Isn't OJ Simpson doing shit like this on Twitter? Yeah, now? that's, that's the, exactly oh, it. Okay, with his that's phone in the at. backyard doing yeah. the twirl. No, my wife has some story, though, about <clears throat> back in the 90s when he got off. Mm-hmm. Um, he moved back. He moved to Miami where mm-hmm. she grew up. Yeah. And like 
they straight up would see him at a hibachi restaurant and like what ultimate culinary trolling that is <laughs> to go to a knife forward fucking restaurant. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Wow, Miami's like the American crime story capital. <laughs> Did anyone? I haven't seen this movie yet. Has anyone watched that uh, the Nicole Brown Simpson something or other with Mina Suvari? I oh, morally no. can't. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Wait, wait. Look what you do for a living. Don't tell me you morally can't this watch one, this one. This one, I might have to duck out of. Is this a Crackle original? Or? It's the. Hunt. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I think Crackle held her nose and passed. Actually, no. Wait wait a second, though. We were talking about this. I remember this because the same person did The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Yes. It's it's a movie that supposes what if OJ is telling the truth and there was a second guy who did it with him. That's pretty cool. And And it was Nick Stahl. Oh, played the dude? Yes, yes. Where'd they find him? Was he missing? Great question. No, he was missing... Probably going on 10 years ago. I didn't know they We've, found him. Welcome to Dumpster Casting. What can we get for you? Would you like a Nick Stahl? I could oh. get you for a banana peel. Oh, man. Dumpster, that that's kid. where they got fucking me to Safari, too, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Half a bottle of hooch, I could get your men at Safari. My favorite. Just a half Jesus a bottle. Christ. Not even a full fucking load. Come on. David Faustino, do you got a crumb? He'll take it for a crumb. I mean, I guess Kevin has a point there. You want to start the negotiations there. And yeah, build yeah. Up you want to build up. To, give him yeah. a place to move. I got, all I got is these cans. Uh, you got Michael Winslow if you want them. <laughs> it's just dust it off. It's perfectly fine. Look, it's a watch, but I will be honest with you. It doesn't work and cannot be fixed. Well, here's Chris Klein. <laughs> uh, uh, look, I forget all their names, but they're all in the background of Orange is the New Black. I can give it for, for free. Get a little bundle. Bundle of oranges, the new black extras. <laughs> oh, my lord. So the answer's no one's seen that movie. Jason Biggs got a new sitcom. Did he? Did he? Yeah. Uh, so, whatever. <laughs> what am yes, I supposed no, to do with Jason? No, that was, no, it was completely appropriate. <laughs> that was actually the exact reaction I wanted. <laughs> Yeah, so like he gives him this deal, uh, but he has to sell it to Gerard Butler. That's not sell or at least like break the news to him. Well, that's what Bruce McGill's like, hey, motherfucker, you got to tell this dude. Or he specifically yeah. says, because you don't know what Jamie Foxx is working on. Yeah. And he's like, well, you have, you're going to have to tell the husband. Mm-hmm. Cut to he's talking with Gerard Butler, and you realize that's how things are coming together nicely here. And he's the got screenplay. the first of many wigs. This one's not supposed to be a wig. This is supposed to be like his morning hair. Yeah. Yeah, well this is yeah, not, not in the day, but like he's <laughs> sad. He, yeah. He didn't shower, but he did comb it. Yeah. Well, cuz right after this scene, the movie jumps 10 years into yeah. the future, so mm-hmm. then it's like Gerard Butler's actual 2009 but He haircut. looks he looks like a Muppet newscaster. <laughs> <He> does. <laughs> it does. You need some vo- I know like your family is dead, but just get some volume in there, dude. A little bit. Get Figure out the fucking water pressure, man. You gotta <laughs> fucking wash that shit out, dude. It's just like sticking in there, weighing your hair down. You look like shit. And he's like, well, we're gonna get that son of a bitch Ames for fucking murder one, right? motherfucker. Ames? You remember Ames, <laughs> right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, Darby, by the way, will be getting a, a check for $400. Uh, Darby is now uh, receiving the Medal of Freedom. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you know what? Darby got a bad deal. 
<laughs> sure, he fired all those guns at those cops immediately when they came for him. But that's not an admission of guilt. I mean, who cares that he killed a little girl? My friend, Peter Gallagher, special forces, killed tons of little girls. <laughs> Everybody talks about Dar- Nobody talks about Ames. Why would we talk about Ames, folks? He did, he did the whole thing. You know what? A lot of people talking about Ames. Pretty bad stuff. Don't know the guy. Pretty bad stuff. Ames. Uh, here's uh, 15 pictures of you with Ames. <laughs> uh, yep, my syphilitic brain is eating itself from the inside oh, out. Oh, I thought that was Dames. My good friend Bill Dames. Listen, Bill I Dames. meet a lot of family annihilators. You run, <laughs> if you run a golf course, you will meet multiple family annihilators. I can't keep track. By the way, does anyone have Ames' phone number? <laughs> This has been an ad paid for by the Super PAC Family Annihilators for Trump. <laughs> there's, oh, there's so many bad dudes on motorcycles. Family Annihilators. <laughs> Holy fuck. That are, they are tough guys. Holy fuck, Family Annihilators maxed out. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so so he, he's like, Gerard does not take the news lightly. He's not really cool with it. Yeah, he, then he goes up to uh, Darby in the courtroom and he's like, Darby, you have to sign this paperwork. And like, this even is, the judge is like, really? This guy's going to get off? <laughs> this is Jamie Foxx's greatest line delivery in this movie, though, because like Darby's got some flippant comment to him. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx like, just kind of leans in and whispers and he's like, fuck this up. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, please yeah. do this. Yeah, please exactly. fuck this up. And he signs it off. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Darby wins again. I'm uh, your honor. Would you like to come? I'm a free man. Would you like to come and shit on my face? <laughs> Darby, remember the name. I'll be around. <laughs> so, and that's the thing, too. There's a press conference immediately thereafter. And I was like, why'd you let that fucking scumbag go? And he's like, well, there was a lot of things. That Darby's in the back going, la, 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 la. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, dude, that's why you don't let that guy go. The one thing that would never be allowed to come to pass, though, is Darby comes up and fucking shakes Jamie Foxx's <laughs> hand. Absolutely not. He'd exactly. be fucking tackled to the ground immediately. Then we get cut to 10 years later. And right. And so Jamie Foxx is now a big shit at the DA's office. Now he's probably like ADA. But now he's on the take. This house is a little too nice for the ADA. Mm, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, this is, I mean, it's Philadelphia, dude. I don't know. It's like a a big, you know, municipality. Do we find out if Regina Hall is, is she like, she's a teacher, right? I've got no earthly idea. I think she's great in papers in the beginning. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't get that at all. Well, that's surprising because she's barely in it and says five (laughs) words. Yeah, I don't even remember this woman. (laughs) Regina Hall from Support Well, we get your, your classic hook. Um, junk bonds scene. You know what I mean? Because it's sure. like, are you going to come to the big cello recital? Blah, but the blah, blah. difference, though, is that this daughter is like, yeah, I, I get it. It's I know you got to work. You got to put away bad guys. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to miss my recital. Okay. And Regina Hall's like, no, no, no. She's just like saying that. She's totally not cool. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe the kid is cool. Then. Maybe she gets like <laughs> stage fright if both parents are there at the same time. Why don't you fucking lay off it, Regina <laughs> Hall? Maybe she only loves her mother. Yeah, I think. I only, mean, that's fine. I We're there. Only three scenes for the family. Yeah, it's yeah, barely yeah. there. But and then at the end, it's like, oh man, like the fact nice that, yeah. that that's when the movie end. starts to fall yeah. apart. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so this guy Ames gets the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that ten years later? Yes, yes it is. He's yeah. about to get so, murdered. Like, Two thousand nine, Pennsylvania's doing the <laughs> death penalty. I don't know if they they are or not. I have no clue. Still, it seems weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, death penalty. Death penalty mm-hmm. in general. 
It's still a bit, a bit a odd, weird. a bit off, a bit weird. Yeah. A bit weird. Uh, you know, just put someone in a hole. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say I'm against it. Uh, yep, yep. Strange thing. I, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't like it. I am against it as well, Chris. I don't I, like it, I'm going to say. I'm following your courage. Thank hey, you. big, big shocker here. Uh, I'm coming out in favor of being against the death penalty. <laughs> I don't think the state should decide who lives and who dies. I mean, they're, you know, obviously. I mean, what do I know? But I think not. Well, what if plenty <laughs> of innocent people have been executed? What if that guy was a, f- a supporting actor on the Criminal Minds, though? I'll light be- him up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, too- what are you talking that's about? That's the guy who plays Ames as a guy oh, that's yeah. on Criminal oh, Minds a bunch. Oh, oh, oh. And I, I thought know- there was some actor from that show who was fucking <laughs> wrongfully executed. <laughs> oh, Thomas Gibson's gonna go away for murder. <laughs> Don't tease me. <laughs> Dude, you want to turn your brain entirely off. Just watch the television series Criminal Minds. It's it's blissful. It is white it's, noise with serial I'm killers. okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, you say it's white noise. It's like the eraser head baby to me watching that thing. Really? It, now, it where in, the, me. in is heaven, <laughs> everything is Criminal Minds. Fucking <laughs> 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 Jerry Orbach's eyes walk by. <laughs> is this part of the Law and Order? For, uh, no. no. It was this on, is on CBS. It was on CBS. It's on like WeTV. They play, they're like, all day, Criminal Minds. That's, and I'm like, am I hungover? Uh-oh. Are you are you a fucking idiot that confused criminal minds for criminal intent? Well, you're stuck here now. <laughs> I've never seen a second of that show. So is it like dumb CSI? It's dumber CSI. It's only serial killers. Oh. And every week there's a new dumb serial killer. Well, that's a lot of serial killers. And, and I know like there's a lot, but that seems like a lot. And like, there'll be like a genius character on the team who will explain like colorblindness to the audience. It's like, oh, he's colorblind. He's like, and somebody's like colorblind. The genius is like, well, yeah, that's actually when you can't really see color. Sometimes some people are completely colorblind. Other people can't uh, mix up reds and greens. Well, this sounds like mind farter. <laughs> <laughs> this is Joe Shit. Montana, right? Yeah, Joe. Oh, my, oh, yeah, the latter Joe Montana. But it was like another person, right? Didn't Joe Montana like replace somebody, or he was replaced by someone? Um, uh, what is, what's his face? Um, Mandy Patinkin left. That's right. The first two seasons, he's wow. like. All that ever happens on this show is women get murdered. And guess what? They're like, yeah, thanks, but no I, thanks. We're going to keep killing women. I'm going to go to a show where a woman kills people. <laughs> Homeland, season nine. But I remember, though, when he left that show, yeah, it was like, that fucking piece of shit. Trash talk, criminal minds, and then fucking left. <laughs> but if that's his reasoning, like, yeah. yeah. He's totally right. He's entirely right. Also, that explainer character that you're talking about, yeah. that's because that show's watched on CBS mm-hmm. by, like, a bunch of retired people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to spoon feed that shit. Mm-hmm. There might as well people die and they leave the TV on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Joe Montaigne should look towards the camera occasionally like, did you take all of your pills today? Are you sure? <laughs> now, now check. Check your little capsules. Okay. I, I prefer criminal feet. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. On ABC, What's it's this? much better. What's it's a, just uh, Robert John Burke plays all the roles. <laughs> and Tarantino directed one episode, right? Yeah. It was like critically. Single shot. I, I'm not going to uh, spoil what it is. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. So this guy's about to get executed. Um, Leslie Bibb is in this movie for a hot minute. Sure, this is another fucking totally useless character. She's going to go watch her first execution. And I, I looked this up. I guess it's not all the time, but like. 
most of the time executions are at midnight, right? Like that's the thing. I guess so. Oh, but mid- a lot of it's like yeah. you know early morn. The then, like, midnight special that was a song once about execution. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I would love to go to one of these things, especially at midnight. Sounds great. Do they yeah. have drinks? I don't know. Then you're <laughs> anticipating it all day. You think about it all day. I yeah, don't believe is, there are. Uh, just to just to quickly point this out for clarification, I do not think. There are concession stands at execution. <laughs> However, maybe there should be. Popcorn, hot dogs. Jimmy Fox just has a thing of Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Kevin. A good, like, gummy candy? Sure. Absolutely. No, you know, Eric, you're being so ridiculous. You yeah. go to a strict okay. Alamo system. You have a little yeah. card <laughs> that just says, I want a beer. Uh, and excuse me, sir. This is the second complaint we've had of you talking during this execution. We're going to have to ask uh, you. Yeah. This execution is now a quiet zone. Also, <laughs> they'll be ejected without a refund. Um, 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 um. I'll have the death row, death row homemade Doritos. Shh, you're ruining this. I love the pre-show. A message from Ethel Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that should light up in this theater is the electric chair. And not you and your seats. Or maybe, maybe some of the guy's hair. Just a little bit. Also, we shouldn't have killed the Rosenberg. No, of course not. We shouldn't. No, that was a big flub. That was a egg was on everyone's face. I'll have a a a, a plate of the electric churros. Oh fuck, dude! Cool name for a band. Oh yeah, you definitely want themed cocktails as well. Absolutely, Absolutely. definitely. Ride the lightning, vodka, and pop rocks. I'll have the uh, Amesretto sour. Ooh, thank (laughs) you. That's a fun one. I like that. See, I was gonna do a sour too. I was gonna say the Cincinnati Slayer sour. That's a good movie. I love the pre-show programming of all the former murders. <laughs> totally, yeah. it's actually just reels of faces of death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what you want. With and like assorted weird cartoons from yeah, Turkey. Yeah, like fun executions depicted in film and cinema, like Brody being hung in Iran. Yes, with the, the Benny Hill theme song going on <laughs> over it. Yeah. <laughs> He goes up and down, up and down, up and down. Oh, that dude that whose face catches fire in the Green Mile. That guy gets it bad. <laughs> Man, that's when they like don't a, give him the sponge, that's a double execution. Mm-hmm. Well, a, that's what kind of happens in this movie, by the way. What were you gonna this say? Is cool. A dog throat supercut. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the okay. only reason I mentioned Leslie Bibb is because Richard Portnoy, Portnoy or Portnoy, 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 Portnoy. Not porno. No, not porno. <laughs> I think it's porno. I'll have the uh, Pinot Noir at this execution. Thank you. <laughs> he's he's like the scumbag defense attorney. He gets aims off. He's my favorite part. Or, or, or Darby. I'm sorry. Because right, the judge Darby. is like, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, defense attorney, do you have anything to say? And he's like, your honor. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> you know I'm a piece of shit. The audience and the jury knows I'm a piece of shit. I have no insight for you. Goodbye. I would like to go home now. Speaking of pig vomit, by the way, he played Howard Stern's father in Private Park. Yes, he did. Oh. He's in Seven. He's got the best And he line. still has hell to look forward to. <laughs> yes. uh, Richard Portnow. Portnow, Portnow shit. Good uh, thing we got it corrected, though, to avoid Portnow's complaint. So, uh, <laughs> Ames is getting executed here, right? Yep. Yeah. And Darby's the guy got to go to jail yes. for three years, or he's already been he's executed. he's done and gone. When they were sending him to jail, someone was like, huh, "Sending him to that jail? That's a gladiator academy." Yeah. Oh right. I love that. Lo- the 
the idea of a jail being a gladiator academy because yeah. you don't actually get rehabilitated in American prisons, obviously. No, we don't care about that. Mm-hmm. But the only time that's actually been a gladiator academy is Ricochet. Oh my God, that film is triumphant. There was actual gladiator fights in that movie. I've you never guys seen, seen this. Ricochet. Is that Denzel Washington versus John Lithgow? It is. I never saw it. Dynamite. <laughs> it is really, really something. Je- you get a fight scene between John Lithgow and Jesse Ventura. What? Yep. I, I think that was the cellmate. Right? I think that's the cellmate. I might be yeah, wrong. Yeah. I'm pretty sure on that. I always confuse Stay that tuned, movie with um, what is that Jamie Lee Curtis movie where she's a cop? Blue Steel. Yes, I don't know Which why. It's a great I, movie. I confuse those two movies all the time. I have no idea. So anyway, we go to fucking give this dude the electric. The uh, no, not electric. Excuse me, lethal injection. Yes. Uh, and yet, like. <laughs> The whole thing is Jimmy Fox is like, it's your first execution. You're ready for it. But it's also weird because like in the beginning, she's like his assistant. And then 10 years pass and she's still his assistant. What is this feudal system? I think it's a thing where she's just kind of waiting because it's like eventually he'll be the DA. I she guess thinks so. like Maybe she'll get bumped up to ADA. She got a, bu- a title bump. She's super assistant. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Portnow is just like. Well, you're still looking good in those heels, baby. And I'm yes. like, this is an execution, <laughs> Dude, sir. great place to meet women. <laughs> That's a little good. known fact. <laughs> and I'm, like, uh, I'm freshly divorced. What are you doing after this, huh, <laughs> Leslie Pip? It's kind of disgusting, though, because Jamie Foxx is like, what the fuck are you even doing here? Like, you got the other guy off. And he's like, I just thought that he'd need some moral support. Uh, murder makes me horny. <laughs> Also that. And he kind of does the thing. He's like, you know, you're executing the wrong man here. I didn't really do anything, blah, blah, blah. Oh, right. Poor Ames. He's like, the wrong man's going to die today, but uh, whatever. My favorite is the two attendants in the room. He's like, look at me. Look at me. Look me in the eye before you kill me. Oh, right. (laughs) And they fucking inject him, and he gets the Bane serum somehow. Dude, this was something else, huh? Mm -hmm. They injected him with some wacky shit. He starts screaming. He's... You know what he kind of looks like when all is said and done? His complexion makes him sort of look like how they designed the Borg Queen in Star Trek. Oh, right. First yeah, totally. Because it's like his skin turns all gray, but it's got like black marks all yeah. over it. Yeah, what a fucking poison. Huh? Looks like he's about to become Blackheart. Mm-hmm. Or Venom. A little bit yeah, of Venom, Venom going on there. By the way. Venom, 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 Venom. Sorry. (laughs) Some dirt bikes went by there. (laughs) Uh, So Gerard Butler arranges this, by the way, and, you know, so that his death is harder, you know, more, more, uh, you know, it hurts more. Uh, He dies horribly. Yes. Yes. So, like, then just kill Darby and be done with it. That's where I'm coming from. Why do we need to have this giant scheme? Because his beef is with the the whole system, dude. Yeah. Darby is just a tiny cog in the fucking he's, poison machine yes. that is the system. He's more mad at the system than he is at these killers. If you're if you're trying to take down the system that killed that is responsible for the death of your wife and daughter, take down big fentanyl, okay? Like yeah. that's that's where you want to start. Cuz that's what those dudes are fucking on when this hey, shit went down. Why not the Mercers? Just for the hell of it. <laughs> Yeah, no just, one's going to lose just, any sleep over that. You can just connect it anywhere. You're killing everybody, so why why, why pick and choose like this? This is a satire. Yeah. Allegedly. We don't want to actually kill people. Chris. No, not at no, all. No, no, I'm just a, a fake Gerard Butler character. Exactly. There we go. And enthusiastically, you Enthusi- should kill yes, the yes. Mercers for sure. They find on one of the uh, chemical bottles for the lethal injection 
someone has scrawled on the back of it, you can't fight fate. Yes. Which is what Darby said to him outside the courtroom or something. So the guy loading this machine was like, huh, someone scratched a little thing or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I get paranoid when, like, the foil's just the littlest bit off on a bottle of Tylenol. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw that shit out, get a new one. Someone you, carved shit in it. And they Jimmy, have tons of it. And Jimmy Fox, it, they, somebody replaced this poison. With a mixture of Sprite and Sierra Mist. <laughs> that kills you right away. That's a painful way to go. I think the uh, ginger ale at the Lethal Injection Academy is uh, just Coke and Sprite mixed together. How can I prove it? Damn it, I can't. I mean, honestly, you, you inject soda directly into the bloodstream. There's oh, yeah, bubbles yeah, probably in there. Be good, yeah. It'll be just as good. It'll probably be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> Cost effective. Why does Jamie Foxx become like the lead detective on this case? Like he's just the prosecutor. He's riding well, around in cop cars isn't, immediately. Isn't Colmini the detective? Yes, he okay. is. Colmini is like the dude on the case. And oftentimes, I mean, working with close. the DA's yeah, office sure. that closely, they will be with the police department. He has to sort of like, you know, oftentimes you'll see this where they're like encouraging the cops to like go look at whatever like my client told me this can you go investigate it so there is that relationship this movie though Steve to your point you you are correct it oversteps into like there's a part later where like Jamie Foxx is just carrying a gun around yeah. and I'm like I don't know if that's cool I mean I, it's Pennsylvania so I guess maybe the law is different I would first of all I love Colmini obviously the chief of course or hell on wheels fa fanatic course, over yes, here loves yeah. I just watched Sir a Thomas fucking Durant. intermission he's great in You just watched Hell on Wheels? No, of course I would be fucking crazy. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> right. I've never seen it's Eric okay. more sad. <laughs> I was just joking. I know you like it. I watched it's like terrible. four episodes. I never no, no, went back. It's not good, but I like it. It's not good. It's terrible. Don't watch it. Steve is correct. He's excellent in Ireland's Intermission mm -hmm. uh, with Colin Farrell. Also, I was going to say, though, I watched a fucking baller episode of DS9 last night where he has to go undercover and finds out this fucking crazy like uh, terrorist thing is going on. Badass. Mm. Not enough cold meaning in this movie, and also yes. he doesn't have a painful death. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are we doing? What's here, the guys? point? You yeah. sort of expect that, but yeah. like, you know, we're talking about Jamie Foxx being like a vaguely defined lawman, practically yeah. in this carrying mm -hmm. the gun. This movie would have been better if it was set in 1900, and then Ooh. I would buy some of the shit better. <laughs> like, oh, of course, tunnels. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get but there. it's 1900. What else are they doing here? It's tunnels. But it would be kind of weird, dude, when that robot kills everybody in the cemetery <laughs> the later in this movie. Well, We'll also That's get true. to it, but probably in comparison, Darby versus Gerard Butler in this. Gerard Butler is responsible for more innocent people dying. Oh, for, as well, it turns absolutely. out, absolutely. Yeah. Well, because so, he crosses the line, dude. Because they they're like, oh my god, it was Darby. Let's go get him. They drive to Darby's house. Darby gets a call from it's me. I'm your friend. You need to get out of there right away. Oh, I can see you from here. Coke on the table, bitch on the floor. That's three strikes. You're going back. I mean, you're going back <laughs> to prison now. What's your favorite torture porn movie? <laughs> and this is like, dude, he's on the phone with someone fucking with his yeah. voice, telling him to do all these things, leap through all these hoops. This is Saw, baby. It's exactly yeah. Saw. And it gets really soft for a while and then stops being Saw. I, I wanted it to be Saw all the way through. Yes. I was pretty disappointed that the Saw name it, stops. If you want a Saw ripoff that keeps on being Saw, uh, I might uh, uh, die in lane in Untraceable. Oh. Very similar type of movie. Uh, oh, yes. Her and Colin Hanks are what, tracing she, an wait, internet serial killer. Does she yeah. get cut up into pieces? She does not. Other not, people not do, Not interested. Though. I didn't. 
That is really a movie. <laughs> I'm confident I saw that movie in theaters. I remember absolutely nothing about it. Well, that's what makes it untraceable, Andrew. Oh, yeah. It escaped right. from that's consciousness. So smart. That movie what was shot in movie. a disappearing film. You watch it, and then it instantly fades there's, from your head. There is, a, I think there is a uh, Ray Liotta movie called, like, Forgettable or Unforgettable. something. Unforgettable, yes. Unforgettable, which is incredibly forgettable. <laughs> they playing that fucking tune in it? I believe so. I believe so, At yeah, least so in the trailer. Yeah. Which I know for some Evil reason. Evil P- Peter Coyote's playing it, Ooh, I feel. Nice. Um, so they, they go to Darby. Darby escapes, and, like, there's a... There's a cop car, and there's a cop policeman who's been knocked out. Get in the cop car. Yeah. And it's Gerard Butler with this white wig on. Dude, he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, he kind of like, does. Thanks for the heads up, dude. Yeah, I'm not getting in the cop car. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally. Like, you know what? I'm not going to hang out with a police officer right now while they're hunting me. Oh, is that number eight bus? That's where I'm going. Exactly. exactly right. I mean, this is like, it could be like the laziest cop trap of all time. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, get in this other cop car. He's been knocked out. He's right near the train tracks. Hop a train there, Darby. Or just go to the other side, dude, the other side of the tracks. Farmer's oh. daughter's good here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. How many notches on the old post was that? <laughs> Looks like they got good pies there, Darby. <laughs> yeah, so it's Gerard Butler, man, and he fucking wakes up, and you know he's still like playing the doofus, like yes. oh don't kill me, and, you know. So Darby makes him drive, kind of a thing. They go to a secluded area, and then it's like I did not think. And again, I remember when this movie came out, I didn't know anything about like what it was about. But if you told me, Andrew, you were going to watch Gerard Butler rip this pencil thin Gomez <laughs> Adams mustache off his face in this movie, I would not have believed you. I would not have believed you if you told me this this movie was about uh, Gerard Butler being a master tactician. Yes. that's what's going on yes. here. Because the, the Darby's got the upper hand. He's got a gun on him. He's like. Now you're gonna die, Kappa. <laughs> and then he's like, I don't believe that all happened, mustache rib. Also, like the mustache, like I, I understand, like maybe this guy remembers you. He probably doesn't. It's though. been ten years, he's a scumbag. Yes. And then the Darby tries to pull the trigger anyway, yes. and it injects him with a bunch of it's like it's like a I don't even know what to describe this is. It's like a fucking Hellraiser device or something. Yeah. It shoots out all these spikes into his hand. Yeah. And then Gerard Butler explains that this is the toxins from the puffer fish. I feel like this is the only way we're going to get you to take your medicine when you're an old age, Eric. <laughs> of course, yeah. Just convince me that uh, this is a real cop I need to kill. Yes. <laughs> Point this at this person you hate, Eric. This yeah, you'll kill them. You'll kill them right there. Okay. Oh, I've been healed. <laughs> Not Vitality. Yeah. Ah, I was sitting at home mourning my family, watching old Simpsons episodes. <laughs> Got the idea for the puffer fish gag. It is ridiculous because he explains that like, oh, it's gonna it's gonna paralyze you, but you're gonna feel everything, every bit of pain you will feel. You do not see uh, Gerard Butler having to carry a very yeah, large a really Darby. Good- Back to the car, because that is some shoulder work you're doing there, pal. Well, this is 2009. I went on task, Rabbit. <laughs> Help me move a fat guy. Already got the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not, it's all cool. Just help me move this fat guy. That is a good tip in it for ye. I'll tip ye on the app, and I'll give ye a little cash in person, too. I got this guy who's on an improv team. He helped me move it. <laughs> 
I have to say, mentally mm-hmm. while watching this movie at this part right here, I called Gerard Butler's bluff. I was like, <laughs> this is getting really saw-y right yeah. here. Like, you're not gonna, oh, what's that? And then we cut to this fucking torture scene. I cannot believe it. It's nuts. He's got the thing, he's got a neck brace on, and he's like, uh, if you close your eyes, I'm gonna have to cut them out. And this box car, it's for your willy. He, it's kind of funny because in this torture porn scenario, he's like, penis. Yeah. <laughs> like, if there were, if there was like ever a time for some dick slang, dude. Your dingling. Oh, you can call me Dr. Giggles. <laughs> this box cutter is for ye tally <laughs> Welcome back to dick slang with Gerard Butler here on the Sirius XM, the man network. <laughs> Channel 247. Actually, Jams Vanderbeek's list from Varsity Blues would limit it. <laughs> Completely limited. <laughs> so not only is he giving uh-huh. oh, yeah. uh, slang terms for penises, he's criticizing others' lists. I see. <laughs> the enough. Mushroom King? What's that? Let's see what else is on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and he's, he's like, "Oh, you've inject- I'm also going to inject you with adrenaline to keep you awake. We don't want you passing nice. out." Man. Absolutely. Also, Steve. By the way, he doesn't threaten to cut his eyes out. He flat out says he's going to cut his eyelids off. Mm. Yeah. He brings a mirror down, hanging over. There's a photograph of the wife and the daughter, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Now they can watch you suffer." Wait, why are you getting an erection? <laughs> no, don't look at it. All right, I'm taking it off. Come on, buddy, just give me one. One more yank. But One more <laughs> yank before I go. Come on, buddy. You got me here. You got me here. I'm done for. Just do one more for me, You, you got to cut it off anyway. Just give me a victory lap. I'm sorry for what I done, what I did, all the crimes you committed. Just give me one more wink. One more wink before I go. Bruce Wink. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the picture, though, on the mirror it's a wallet-sized photo, yeah, and it's yeah. like hundred. I'm like, wait, who is that? Who is that supposed to be? <laughs> he brings it down close, though, doesn't he? A little he? bit, but even still, I mean, especially without my glasses, hey, my God, is that the family I abandoned? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm gonna feel bad now. Is that Carmen Electra? <laughs> All right, here comes that final boner. <laughs> I don't know why you put up uh, an image of Dakota Fanning. <laughs> you know, is that Carmen Electra and Mackenzie Austin from the motion picture, The Mating Habit of Earthbound Human? <laughs> Oh, no, it's not? Okay. <laughs> thought it was a promotional image for that fine film. Oh, it's a picture of your dead family? Excuse me, I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> you should have gotten bigger. You know what Kinko's is? I thought it was my favorite movie. <laughs> well, that's... Why did you say that movie? <laughs> that's my favorite movie. I've got to let you go now. Ah, me plans! Oh, that'd be amazing. A decade's worth of plans <laughs> blown because they both love the Earth. What is it? The mating the habits mating. of the Earthbound human. Right. One of our earliest episodes you can find in the archive on patreon.com slash we hate movies. Uh, so, yeah, he fucking cuts this dude's legs off. He cuts his eyelids off. He cuts that cock off. He fucking decapitates this guy. Mm-hmm. We do see the beginning of a buzzsaw going into his like yeah. shin, which is yeah. like, oof, it's kind of good. It's, and it's great. It's kind of amazing. Earlier, the whole junk bond scene between Jamie Foxx and his daughter is like, just get me the DVD, sweetheart. I'll watch the DVD. We'll watch the DVD together. And we're saying DVD a bunch. Oh, absolutely. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da
it's the new wave of the future, baby. Oh, what a what a fucking miscalculation, Jamie Foxx. So he gets a DVD special delivered to his house, and she's like, that must be the, the recital. Oh, man, that's and Reg- awesome. And even Regina Hall, you know, this is a teaching moment. She's like, don't watch that. I want to watch it with your with your dad, blah, 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 when he gets home. And he's and she's like, I'll watch it anyway. And that's what she watches this thing. A snuff film. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this is the biggest example of this movie. Jamie Foxx is a terrible fucking dad because Regina Hall calls him in hysterics and is like, this fucking DVD that our <laughs> daughter just watched, it's a snuff film. Uh, and I think it's that dude that you sent away to jail for a little bit. I don't know what's going on here, but it's horrible and she's traumatized. And he's like, all right. Tell her it was fake, and I'll be home when I get well, home. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It, 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 he, I would be against it, except for he's dealing with naked Gerard Butler. Oh, that's in, right. In his little uh, uh, exile home. With him. this is outstanding because they show up to try to arrest him because they're like, well, who could possibly be a suspect in this? And they mentioned Gerard Butler because it how- was he was found in a property that Gerard Butler owned. Right, because he owns all these. He, he, he's a gizmo inventor, uh-huh. tinkerer. We're told. He, he which, if to- anyone ever referred to me as that, I would. Find a new profession but immediately. What kind of profession? He's like, oh, he holds 22 patents, which he sold to buy industrial land. He used invent help to his advantage. Or what the, whatever the I mean, he fuck. was the guy that called that number. <laughs> He's the one guy. That caveman has been telling me for 25 years to call that number with invention ideas. And no way. I think that's a scam. Yes. And then, Chris, he sees the police sirens coming. And he's like, all right, I'll disrobe. I don't <laughs> The most pretentious fucking I'm an engineer thing in the world. He's just fiddling with Da Vinci, uh, uh, da Vinci flying glider. Machine. Yeah. Like, All right, time to give it up. Time to go be where where Da Vinci only dreamed of going, <laughs> killing a bunch of people. <laughs> Dude, if Da Vinci was given the chance, man, he would have fucking Hold executed tons uh-huh. of people. Saw prequel Da Vinci. Oh, yes, totally. Of course. Not totally. enough movies take place during the Renaissance. Absolutely. Cool yeah. era, a lot of flowing robes. And One, you're play a, bunch, a game. You're killing a bunch of crooked cardinals and shit yeah <laughs> I mean, try to make this... try to make the gold machine again like in hudson hawk mm. oh yeah that's right i forgot about that gold machine but why does he get naked i guess it's just show that he's not yeah, yeah. fully weapons. cooperative but there is it is pretty pointed that he comes out in jeans so some cop is like put your jeans on <laughs> i right. love that scene get down let me fall on the floor motherfucker i'll blow your fucking head out all right guys put your jeans on. Get ready. In the movie, I play put your jeans on. Okay? I'm going to tell Gerard Butler he's got to put his jeans on. Oh, I was cut from the film and my whole family's here at the premiere. That's embarrassing. Well, I guess I should have figured that me talking to a penis would have not made the movie. All right, Mr. Show Off. Put your jeans on. By the way, Kevin, this is not his like hideaway house. This is his rich dude property house. Yes. Oh, really? It's, it's a fucking baller ass house in the middle of nowhere because he owns all the property around it. But doesn't isn't like the nuclear plant right in the back, like in the cartoon? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't recall that. Takes place in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, yeah. so they're everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just saying it's not like a Ted Kaczynski cabin. No, 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 it's no, like no. a fucking nice house. Yeah. So they take him to a holding. This is when this movie gets a little silly. He's in a, prof- a fucking Magneto prison. <laughs> here. Exactly. What is this cell? Uh, it's it's enormous. <laughs> it's the size of a football field. It's crazy. It's octagonal for some reason. <laughs> and it's like, why? Uh, yeah, we haven't uh, used this since Hannibal Lecter came here. Uh, I guess this 1991 it, tour. I guess this is yeah number two. We killed two scumbags. I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> 
Hannibal fucking Lecter. I mean, the guy ate people. <laughs> this is just some tinkerer in the back. Oh, I killed two poor scumbags. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he, Han- killed, he killed Darby, for Christ's sakes. I mean, fucking Darby. Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter killed doctors, okay? You mean Men Dar- of state. Darby, the guy that went to the Gladiator Academy. <laughs> <laughs> High marks at the Gladiator Academy. He... And, like, this is the sort of beginning of the tete-a-tete between the two. I, you know, I I like Jamie Foxx, but I always am like, somebody could do just as well. I, I, I don't know why it is. Like, I I've never the been same born. way for Gerard Butler. That's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think Jamie Foxx, when he's not being funny, is a mistake usually. I honestly think they're both kind of fine in this. They are. Yeah, they're Ray totally was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's jovial at least. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I was actually surprised. I was totally fine with him in this movie because I'm normally yeah. not really a Jamie Foxx fan. Horrible Bosses is terrible. I think he's good in it. He'd I think seem, he's good in Baby Driver. He is very good in Baby Driver. Yes, he seems a little restrained in this, like comparatively yes. to some of his. Because he's a straight man. Like this yes. is just him doing. Like it literally is almost the same character as Denzel Washington and Ricochet. Actually, yes. well, they actually now that I think about it. Oh, we got to do Ricochet. Yeah. Apparently, Gerard Butler was supposed to be this character, Nick, whatever the fuck, and Jamie Foxx was going to be. Oh, really? Uh, Gerard Butler, but oh, they switched man. for some reason. That would have been so much better. <laughs> there would have been Jamie Foxx would have gone like all the it way would in. have been better too because like you can understand why you know as a black male he'd be disenfranchised by the system sure sure yeah you're actually right because it's yeah. this rich white dude who's like yeah this system's got problems come arrest me in my fucking forest mansion <laughs> <laughs> yes i killed like million literally millions for the department of defense Oh, yeah, that's right. That's his secret job later. Right, yeah, they mentioned that he had a, like a DOD contract or something. It just killed that free will, it seems. That's when all the wheels of the movie just really fall just... right off. And I'm like, what's this? It's wait, almost like wait, in The Rock. What's this? Pardon, pardon. <laughs> Give me my pardon pen. Baron, get my pardon okay, pen. Okay, we're pardoning Cly- um murdered family, Clyde murdered family. <laughs> um, he's getting pardoned today. Uh, Mr. Murdered Family here is also the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I was seeing a note. Uh, there was a big feature on him on whitecomplaints.com. <laughs> and where I get all my news. That just redirects to Fox News. <laughs> and, and we'll all remember little poor little Tina Murdered Family <laughs> who was killed with her murdered family. Did someone say, Murder Lago, I'm going there later today? <laughs> Oh, but don't even ask me about that Mrs. Murder family. She tr- she cheated on Mr. Murder family like a dog. <laughs> I'm glad she's dead. Dogs are cheaters. Like that poster of the uh, the dogs playing poker. Uh, oh, yeah. Those are yeah. cheating. Exactly. Those yeah. are cheating. I don't think fucking 12 dogs have all aces, dude. That's not how its <laughs> decks work. It's four dogs. Oh, whatever. It's literally the name it's of tw- the painting. Oh, it's four dogs? Yeah, four dogs it's, playing poker. That's the name of the painting. I'm pretty sure, yeah. You are a man of culture. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Jamie Foxx is like, you know what, man? Good on you for killing Darby. You're you're, you're the best. Dude. I hate this shit. It's yeah. like, the, uh, listen, before any of the brass gets here, let me just say, I'm on your side, crazy murderer. <laughs> and again, Gerard, I mean, it's because he's got his plan. He's What he should be doing is like, ah, I want to talk to me lawyer. I want representation. I'm not giving you nothing. But he's like waived that immediately. Yes, exactly. Um, 
we get this courtroom scene because like he basically like fucks over Jamie Foxx. Like Jamie Foxx thinks it's an open and shut situation, and Gerard Butler is like, ah, uh, uh, uh. well, because he's like, oh yeah, he's like, did you? He's like, yeah, I I thought about killing him for years, and he's like. But what did you really hear me say? I said, so about killing him. Check me the tape. And everyone's like, is this guy a lawyer? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> is he a wizard? How'd he figure? What? <laughs> he put a word in the, before the other word and it changed the meaning of the sentence. Going back to seven, get Richard Schiff in here as his lawyer. Oh, I like that. His weak, Ooh. his, his uh, wet noodle spined fucking lawyer. <laughs> yes. Richard Schiff does a great job at playing a dude who's shitty as hell as, at his job in that movie. I, you know, I just watched the end of Speed the other day. Richard Sick. Schiff plays the train attendant that gets shot by Dennis Hopper. <laughs> no way. Really? I swear to God, <laughs> Schiff, oh, he gets man. shiffening. It's great. That's amazing. He comes Love up a good shiffening. Everywhere where you just, you never expect him. He was just in everything in the 90s. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, he, he basically tricks him into thinking he has a confession, but he doesn't have a confession. Then at the bail hearing, it's the same judge as the one that let his whatever his, right. uh, that let Darby off, and he's just like, "I want a bail for these reasons." And she's like, "Well, then actually, you made a pretty compelling case. I'm gonna grant you bail." No, he's yeah. against bail. You, no, if you did, I want bail for these reasons in Gerard Butler's voice. No, he does say at that. First, at first, he does. He I want yeah. bail. I want bail because I, I, I'm not a flight risk. I would never do this. Oh, I, I see. Do that. Trying, sorry, sorry. I trying, understand what you're saying. He's trying yes. to throw like the system in her face, like. Oh, I'm a law-abiding citizen. He says the title. Yes. Of the oh, film. yeah, he does. Boy, we could have fucking escaped that in the that, screenplay, man. And he's just like, they, and they want to hold me without a shred of evidence. <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, I guess like, you are kind of right." And he's like, "Oh, really? Am I right? <laughs> I just killed a bunch of people. You fucking." Word. Yeah, he calls her. He's like, "Oh yeah," and you probably take it up the arse. And it's like, "What are we talking about, dude? dude? You know what, man? You can fucking mouth off to this judge without bringing anal into it." <laughs> but it's also like that's she's doing her job. She's like, "Yeah, I don't have enough evidence to hold you." That's how the law system has to work. I don't have a fucking crystal ball when I know who's guilty yeah. and who's fucking innocent. Gerard Butler. But now he's like in contempt of court, so yes. he's not gonna get bail. Mm-hmm. And it's just like he it's the whole thing is just this performative crap yes. for no audience but himself. Well, no, it's for all the white guys and they're like, Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I read about that one guy who got off jail that fucking drove me nuts for years. And it's like, <laughs> okay. I fucking hate that Netflix documentary, I don't know, all of them. <laughs> just murderers just getting off. Bullshit. I've watched them all. I mean, I, I have watched all of them. I watched them all, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he goes to jail. And at this point, he starts like saying, I'm going to kill somebody unless you do X, right? That's kind of what the motions are. Well, it starts with he's like, hey, uh, I would prefer if you gave me a cool mattress in my jail cell. He doesn't Edward Norton counselor. Yeah, of course. It's like Jimmy Fox is about to leave him. He's like, counselor. <laughs> and then he turns back. He's like, look, you might not know where Richard Portnow is. Yeah. Might want to call his wife or get me my fucking bed. Oh, right. Because he's he's asking about the mattress. Oh, wait, and he's I like, guess that's different. No, because no, Portnow. Before, he, yeah, says, yeah. he says, like, I will give you your confession if you give me a mattress. Yeah, that's that's, right. that's the thing. Yes. That's what it is. So he gets the mattress. and then You love like, making deals, don't you? Get me a mattress. And he doesn't, but Bruce McGill loves making deals, yes. so it, it gets done. 
Um, I want the one where I could jump on one side and leave a glass of wine on the other. <laughs> I saw the commercial. Listen, I listen to podcasts and I want a Casper mattress. It comes in a ruddy box. You better not use a promo code. I want you paying full price. <laughs> you can take that promo code double your HM and shove it up your arse, which you're already taking other things up. Counselor, throw in a pillar. <laughs> they have nice pillars. Oh, now he's just being unreasonable. <laughs> it's the sec. It's after that. I also one. want coffee because power just shit me parts. <laughs> so he also, after that whole mattress thing, he's like, I want a fucking steak from so and so with all the fixings and palm frites. To which Jamie Foxx replies, fuck your palm frites, which is another hilarious line. <laughs> sure. But then, so this is where he's like, oh, would the life of Bill Reynolds suffice? Mm. And it's like, oh, what's up with that dude? <laughs> and he fucking give man. And this is when I was like, this movie's getting crazy. And because I'm acknowledging it right now, I am ready to ride the crazy train because he's giving fucking coordinates. Yeah. Oh. And they're like, all right, let's run to these coordinates. My favorite part in the meeting is Call Meany just says some little thing and he's like, oh, is that right? Dumbass. Oh, dude, him calling him a dumbass was a hard <laughs> laugh out loud. In, in reference to the, the mattress, because like Call Meany's like, I think the mattresses that come, like the, the cots that are in the cells are bolted to the ground. Yeah. He's like, that's what the wrench is off for, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's what a wrench is It's like waiting for. for him to call Jamie Foxx a butthead. <laughs> uh, but he does get his steak, and he's having a And he's like, I want a steak and an iPod. <laughs> I listen to me music with I eat my Cream spinach and my pum frites. This is gonna make no sense, but I want late who and early deftones on it, <laughs> and that's it. Dude, the music of this movie fucking what, stinks. What does he play? It is the Who and the Deftones. That's exactly really? right. Yeah. Just, I didn't know they were that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Who sucks, man. The who yeah, sorry. you can fucking shove it. Late Who specifically. Ah. But yeah, he's listening to the Who, but then. I don't want to spoil it right now because a thing happens before, but we'll get to yes. while he's eating the dinner yeah. and some action happens. That's when the Deftones kick Woo! in. There is a great, he's like, I want steamed asparagus. And he gets it. And that's what he like. He's like, the coordinates are 14, take 20 paces. And he takes a bite of the steamed asparagus. And it sounds like he's eating an apple. And I'm yeah. like, that's what steamed asparagus tastes. Bad sounds fucking like. Foley. Absolutely. Also. Bad uh, continuity editing here because he's like, <laughs> and he takes the bite. He's like Bugs Bunny with a carrot. <laughs> they cut to fucking Jamie Foxx looking like, ah, oh, what's this motherfucker like? Want his piss to stink or something? Yeah. Ooh, asparagus. But then it cuts back to Gerard Butler and he takes another bite and it's the fucking oh, whole yeah. asparagus yeah. again. He does it. I, there's, a, there's also a line that's like, like, what time is it? I said to have it by one. Yes. It's 108. Oh, right, right. which plays, plays into, into the whole the... thing because Mr. Uh, Richard Portnow's character. You should have kept your friend. Did anybody, <laughs> wasn't anybody else waiting for him to like make a stink because he didn't get palm frites? Oh, right, yeah. He yeah. just gets macaroni and cheese and asparagus. It's truffle mac and cheese, oh, though, dude. Oh, and that me. will replace, as much as I love <laughs> palm frites, that will replace palm frites any day of the week. But, he gets but you want, I don't know, you kind of want, I mean, I guess... Mac and cheese is a bit of a starch, but with the cheese, it's more savory. I kind of, even a big potato would do. I think there is a little bit of a plot hole here because I believe he orders the steak like medium 
little seared. Yes. Yeah. And it, when it gets delivered, the 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 waiter that comes into jail to give this to him says that it's medium rare and seared. Yes. Mm. So the cook might be a little off. Is all I'm saying. Well, he's gonna. Order. It, it, I mean, where this goes, that cook is on the list. That <laughs> cook is definitely on the list. Absolutely, that dude's fucked. <laughs> dude's the gonna fucking, somehow explode. The dude. And here, here's the thing. Yes. Movie. And I know you're a movie, and you're gonna do very movie esque things. Sure. But like, okay, this whole thing is this fucking crazy criminal mastermind has ordered this meal. Fair enough. Uh huh. You do not need this fucking waiter in his fucking waiter no. monkey suit yes. pushing the meal on a cart with the silver platter. It comes in a brown paper bag thank- <laughs> with handles. And Roscoe, the fucking corrections officer, <laughs> delivers it. Dude, get this waiter the fuck the, out the, of here. It's like a room service scene. It's yes. like we're in a hotel room. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, so give weird. yourself a 30%. Tip. What are you talking about? You're not giving any tips to any. What the fuck is this? Uh, a rich report is dead in the ground, by the way. Yes, yes. They, they go to the coordinates and he's dead. And he's like, oh, what was the time of expiration? It's like, oh, it was five minutes ago. It's like, you know, if we gave a mistake on time, we would have made it. What a genius. Oh, and that's yep. where it gets really fucking like Saw-esque because he's like, oh, he, he had exactly enough oxygen yes. to live until 1.15 p.m., Gerard Butler demanded by 1 p.m. we have it. It took us 15 minutes to get here. We were eight minutes well, late. Because the 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 non-character of the warden was yes. like, put it through the detective twice. Oh, right. Yeah, this warden who they're like sort of revving up to be a more piece of shit character. Nah. Kind of goes nowhere. Yeah, he doesn't get his, does he? He disappears, I think. Yeah. yeah. He, he dies. But he's on the list. He dies they're on, all on the list. He dies on the way back to his home planet. Yes. <laughs> there is. Um, and like, so... There's he's got this cellmate who you've seen in one other scene and he gets the bed and he's like I Gerard, thought this dude was fucking Hunter Hearst Helmsley, man. You see this guy? <laughs> the big fucking dude and he's like Gerard Butler's like, eh, that bed's for the one only. <laughs> yeah, no guy on guy fucking. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, cool, well let's hang out. And he's like, You're probably gonna be mad if you don't get any of me steak. And first of all, this guy if this guy is doing mastermind shit, he gets a private cell. Like, you don't put him yeah. with anybody else anyway. Yeah, they learned this lesson a little too late, though, unfortunately. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, you want some steak? And they're eating steak, and the steaks looks pretty good. It is yeah. like it is like back-to-back gay jokes, though. Yes, it is. Because he's like... This is oh, a dad he, movie. It's a shitty dad movie. Yeah, he's like, oh, you got yourself a girlfriend on the outside. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got a couple of bitches back home or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No boyfriends inside, right? Oh. And they both like have a hearty chuckle about it. Yeah, it's like a cutesy, but oh, shut up. Oh, sh- <laughs> shut up, you. Shut up. And he's like, oh, do me a favor. I'm just Put me music up a little louder. Uh, and this is the Deftones, I believe. Woo. Yeah. And is this starts, off a of White Pony, this album? No, this is Adrenaline. This okay. is Engine number nine. Oh, yeah. Yep. This is also not good. <laughs> shut up, <laughs> yeah, Eric. This, Eric, this shut up. I'm, I'm with Eric on this one. Steve, <laughs> shut up. Eric, shut up, too. But it's like, I thought, like, maybe we would get Gerard Butler building an inmate army of mm. some kind and impressing these folk because he's like the Joker in Arkham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. When are we getting corn tickets, buddy? When's that gonna happen? We gotta. We should do that. What is, what is the venue? I am actually Barclay seeing the Deftones in August. Dude, the fucking audacity! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
of what? The Barclays Center? Daring to play the Barclays Center. Dude. Does You're the Barclays Center forward? have windows? Because it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to blow them out because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> now, honestly, like, would people be interested in a Patreon, like, after corn concert <laughs> review? <laughs> little, little corn cap, dude? Yeah, oh, I like cap. a little corn cap. Corn recap. What's the uh, what's the other but Faith No More? Faith yeah. No More. Is, yeah. That's not we a can, bad We could show up late. Good, uh, <laughs> I would I would I would like to leave early actually. <laughs> to be quite honest, Corn over Faith No More. Damn. No, no. I mean, I, Faith No More is. Are open. they opening for yeah, Corn? Yeah, Corn yeah, is really? Corn is a draw. Corn victory lap, dude. They already won the war. Okay. We got to. We honestly got it. We got to get tickets. I <laughs> saw a dude. Where the hell was I? Oh, I was at a. I was at a discount store. And yeah, that dude, checks out. You know what? Yeah. Story checks out so far. This dude is wearing a follow the leader shirt. And I was like, wow. Was it like tattered or was it like this dude re-upped? No, I think he was. Was he, he was, a time traveler? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was smoking because he just came from a time tunnel. No, that was the stench. <laughs> Doc Brown's following after this dude. It's air cold. <laughs> I need. Doc Brown pulls out a fucking suitcase of merch for all the other eras. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't wear the freak on a leash. Not in 2019 or 2020, whatever year it is. All right. Wear the junior senior headband. <laughs> we're in 2003 now. What's the uh, what's the date of the concert? September 3rd. I so believe. Something to think about. If I'm not. At the Toronto Film Festival by then, which I don't think I am actually, I will go see Corn. We should we should I'll jump on this immediately. Gotta get in the pit. No, oh, no, 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 I'll be far away. No, no, no. Get us nosebleeds. Yeah, <laughs> so I, can eat, I can eat fucking chicken fingers and drink Pepsi Cola. Yeah, I'm not gonna be on the floor with these people. Are you kidding me? The diehards. No I get, way. You gotta get the experience, man. I might buy Jinko jeans and wear them. Oh, I really? can find okay. Jinko jeans. I might buy Jinko uh, jeans. Amazon.timetravel.com. <laughs> you should see if I love uh, the idea of also cosplaying at the corn, <laughs> corn concert. If you, sh- if you, I'm sure at some point they did a crossover between big dog clothing and corn. <laughs> nice. Corn, all the big dogs. Corn dogs, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I. I would try to walk in with Bugle Boy, but they'd beat oh. the fuck out of me. Yeah, That's a big talk. They'd take that horn and shove it up your ass, dude. So, uh-huh. oh, so at the same time as they're discovering Richard Portnow's fucking expired corpse in a hilarious hole. Portnow corpse, by the way. Absolutely. Is it a puppet made to look like him? I or don't they know. put that old man in a hole. I, I think they put that old man in a hole. They oh, put man. They put a old man in a hole. <laughs> Unless, uh, where am I going? <laughs> Hey, you'll, you'll eat after. You'll eat after. Just get in the hole. I told you I'm not dead yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, at the same time this is happening, Gerard Butler's like, ye comfortable. Yeah. Ye like in my white pony track. Or not white pony. Adrenaline. Like, oh, damn it. Anyway, this all happens. He fucking takes this T-bone and jabs it into this dude's neck like a thousand times. That's and I great. was like... Where do I sign? I'm <laughs> still on board for this movie. A fountain of blood. It is impressive. It, it's kind it's of the insane. best scene in the movie, actually. Like the best kill. Because like yeah. you think it's gonna be Darby, but you only see his leg. I mean, yeah. you hear about what happened to Darby, it's bad. But this guy gets it going. Did anybody check out the Tribune trivia about this scene? No. Apparently, this scene was like way more violent and was the sole cause of this movie originally being rated NC 17. But why? Again, like I mean, like his point is he wants to get in solitary confinement for reasons like again, Darby didn't get it that bad. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Did, did like he fuck the corpse in the original version. Or? I bet he fucking ripped his throat out and played mm. it like a goddamn duck call. 
By the way, they send you to solitary confinement if you beat somebody up. Yes. Yeah. You don't yeah, gotta exactly. nearly decapitate no. a guy with a stick bone. <laughs> My wife and child died, so uh-huh. therefore a bunch of more or less innocent people that have nothing to do with me should also die. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the paper boy who uh, delivered the paper to the judge that day, he's going away. <laughs> he's going to be strung up. He's going to die. All the other people in Paperboy are going to die. The guys carrying the two big panes of glass back in the uh, Totally. That fucking nasty-ass dog. He's yeah. dead. Cubert. Uh, Cubert's <laughs> dead. He's on the list, too. Oh, all the old arcade friends? Super yeah. Mario Brothers. Zelda. <laughs> Zelda and Link. Oh, no. Oh, shit. He thought that was... He thought that was a potion, but it was a poison. <laughs> this is unedible food. That's not going to keep you warm in the mountains. Oh, li- your arrow broke. <laughs> Oh, little Mac isn't going to fucking be able to knock anybody out because he's dead. Oh, sorry about that burger, chef. Looks like your burger time's up. <laughs> Looks like Tapper tapped his last beer. Tapper tapped out. There, that's <laughs> That's <one>. correct. <laughs> so, yeah, both of these dudes are dead. And, like, um, there's a lot of, like, oh, man. And, like, Gerard Butler, I think at this point, he's like, listen. If you don't get, if you don't let me out tomorrow by six a.m., I'm gonna kill everybody. Sure, yeah. And this is so. In the meantime, now we're on the clock, and they've around here. They've already discovered about he has some wild past. They get in contact with the dude who played Doug Stamper on House of yes. Cards. Michael Kelly. Yes, yes. Michael yeah. Kelly. That's it. I shared a plane with him one time. Oh, to cool. and from South by Southwest. Oh, cool. Two planes. Uh, we I, I saw him outside of a bar once, and a friend of ours bothered him, and like what? he was just sort of like he was really nice about it, but he was like, the second he saw me, this guy looks a lot like me, and the two of us are standing outside smoking a cigarette. He's like, oh fuck, he's like, he's oh, getting off two of them. <laughs> exactly, he was getting <laughs> off his bike, and he was like chaining it up. He's like, oh fuck, this is the uh, wrong place. That's... And then immediately I was like, you're awesome in House of Cards. Yeah, I know I am, buddy. Uh, he, was, he, he was very nice about it, but you could tell he did not walk. Okay, it. that one's a House of Cards fan. That may be a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> <laughs> that's shit. what I'm thinking here, shit. You're fucking reminding me of the time I drunkenly accosted Todd Barry in the village. That Scared right. the shit out of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he's like, yeah, man, he's the greatest fucking assassin we ever had. He's a genius, and if he wants you dead, you're dead. One time he killed some guy with a weighted tie. And I was like, what? Did, and it's like a carbon fiber tie. I that- think it's a thing where he's sort of insinuating. This is what I took away from it. Maybe I'm thinking way too like James Bond here. But like the way that he describes what he made the tie out of, I thought it was a thing where it was like, Gerard Butler had to press a button and the tie just kept tightening and strangled the dude. Like the Brad Pitt thing from The Counselor. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah, yeah. to that effect. That's a great... Oh, that's, oh man. What, what a classic. Fucking great movie. Still, Never saw it. Still haven't. It bad is, movie. I need two great I disagree highly on that. It's a good movie. It's is that an Oliver movie. Stone movie? No, that's a uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott. With Cormac oh. McCarthy doing the script. Yeah. And this is... They, they have sex with cars? That is one part of it, which nice. is fantastic. Like that's it. pretty cool. Someone smashing on that they gear fucking shift? fucking smash Mater, dude. <laughs> hey, cool. I'm getting laid. <laughs> Finally, as oh, a truck. Finally getting my tailpipe smashed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you would, mater. <laughs> Taking it up, ye tailpipe. Oh. Just like the judge, mater. 
anyways, so like, here is where the judge gets killed. Oh, right? that's right. It's a great <laughs> thing where it's like, this, no, you know what? This is the best death in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah without question. It so, made me jump, and then I laughed, and then I rewound and watched it I again. I still don't <laughs> understand the logic or how this is happening. Because she's he's pulling the trigger because he's got a secret. No, I think the phone prison. has a gun in it. The no, phone it, has a gun it, in it. They say a bomb. It's oh, yeah. a bomb. Okay. A bomb. I thought there was a sniper out the window. A, there's a bomb in a phone. <laughs> it's a little bomb you have to wind up. I mean, listen, it was the thing where I looked down at my laptop to take a note, and I looked back up, and this woman was dead, and I was like, well, rewind away. Because like it's her, it's Bruce McGill and Jamie Foxx go to the judge. They're like, look, we just need to hold him for 24 hours. We want to like make sure he can't talk to anybody because this is crazy, da 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 all this stuff. is like... She's like, well, I guess I will come to your side this time. And they like, make a joke about they all have a laugh. <laughs> and this is why I think this movie does a bad job. But what it's trying to do right here is get everybody, my fucking you know, impressionable ass included, on Gerard Butler's side. Because the three of them have a hearty laugh after one of them is like, I think the judge is basically like, so what you want me to do is use my judgery to violate his civil rights. And they're like, well, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that it like she gets a phone call and she gave Jamie Foxx shit at yes. the beginning of the movie for taking a phone call and thing. And she's like, "Well, I'm the judge, so I get to take it, right?" She <laughs> says, "I'm a I I'm a judge. Mm. I can basically do whatever I want." Yes, and thing. immediately her phone again, either an explosion, it it just the shoots her in the just head, blows something they, up. They yes. call it a bomb later. Yes, they, and uh, one of the cops. and she just jumps off the chair and she is dea dead. It's fucking. Awesome. It's a good death. It's wow, good I death. was surprised. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, oh my God, you killed the judge. This is when he's like, yeah, let me go by 6 a.m. or else it's going to be real fucking havoc. I'm, I'm going to kill everyone. He does say everyone. Because this is very important. Because the next morning, they're all looking at the clock like they're all going to drop dead at the same Like it's yep. a yep. curse. or It's like yeah, totally. <laughs> Christopher Walken's the prophecy. And he just said, you will all die. You're totally right, Chris. I was thinking they all thought there was some sort of like fucking hex put on them. <laughs> 6 a.m. It'd be cool if like he was up all night painting pentagrams and like, Lord Satan, yeah. come to me. He's cutting himself. Yeah. yeah. And then the drag me to hell devil, the goat-legged oh, fucker yeah. comes oh, out. Oh, man, I'm due for a rewatch. It's a great movie. That dude, that yeah. movie rules. That dude rules in that movie, too. I'm excited for Sam Raimi doing uh, Doctor Strange. Absolutely. Yeah, but he should make, he, by law, we should compel him to make a drag me to hell type movie every seven years. Absolutely. Every seven you years, just what? give me one. Five. Every five yes, years. Yes, exactly. Get, just, what are you fucking doing, dude? Give me a 90 minute fucking horror fest and yes. I'm yep. in it. I forget how involved he was with uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, a little know. bit. Yeah, that was a good show. Good show. I didn't finish it yet. I have it. It ends well, I too. To, I need it's to a finish good show. it. I'm still in the first season and I fell off it for no other reason than I just like too much TV. Yeah, exactly. I really I'm, liked I'm it. Actually, too much TV. I, I was halfway through the end season. I got a few episodes mm -hmm. left and somehow I didn't get to it, but I am going to. I mean, it has everything that makes those movies awesome yeah. in it. Like, I was surprised how well it transferred over. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's fucking hilarious. It's brutal, like, comically violent, you yeah. know? But totally, totally. And fucking half-hour episodes. Ooh, it's where you want to yeah. be. <laughs> Fuck. So, um, it's the next morning. Like, well, huh, 
six o'clock, we beat the clock. And uh, and <laughs> and there's this thing between Jamie Foxx and Leslie. Leslie Bibb has this scene where she's like, did, did we do the wrong thing here? Did we? Yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm 35. I'm not going to have kids. I just need. And, and Jamie Foxx is like, you know what? No one told you not to. <laughs> like, she's, she's basically like, I threw my whole life away yes. so I could work for you. And I love working for you. But did we fuck that guy over? <laughs> and he's she like, turns around, looks at him. I don't want my career to blow up. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> and then, like everyone, like this, this whole team of like ten people who have not been in the movie up to this point, all get into various cars and they all start exploding. And Leslie Bibb gives up, mother. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's, it's a zoom great. in. I also thought, and I mean, like this better movie coming up here. She, there's this thing about like. She has a secret boyfriend named either Chip or Chester. Chester. No, Chester. Nobody knows. It's like, oh, Chip, Chester, da 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 And you, I kept thinking that she was secretly in on it. Like, because there's... There, that would be yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Oh, good call. I didn't think that at all, but it would I be a nice I got remarried. Yeah, exactly. You know, that might have been like a script change or something. It, because it's like kind a of, loose thread almost. They, they play also, with it. They keep making mention of like, oh, you have to be working with somebody. Exactly. And then he's like, oh, you're not going to believe who I'm working with. Also, we'll never say this again. <laughs> like, they just yeah. drop it. Well, it has because the payoff for this thing is an email. Yeah. <laughs> Literally an email. So she explodes. And I was yeah. even, and even at this point, I was like, did we really see her blow up? Because I was on this thread. Like, I wrote in my notes, like, she's in on it. Yeah. And I, I was like, did we? And, and whereas I rewound to watch that judge hilariously yeah. get murdered, I was like, well, I think she's dead. I missed it. But you know what? If she doesn't show up for the rest of the movie, she's dead. <laughs> Thankfully, they do go to her funeral in, like, the very next scene. The other guy is the guy who in, just comes on to say the N-word in American Gangster. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> oh, wow, it's that guy? It's just, he's just there, and he's just like, yeah, fuck it, we got him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, in the beginning, there's this, this thing where it's like, oh, you, you gotta take my job, huh, J.B. Fox? And I'm like, is he gonna say it again? <laughs> <laughs> There is a mention that Jamie Foxx's car is untouched. Oh, so right, Gerard yes. Butler is saving ye for the last. Exactly. And oh, yeah, right. so then the next scene is Leslie Bibb's funeral, or maybe it's a mass funeral for all these people, <laughs> and like We're putting and them all in the same grave. Oh, no, actually, actually, the next scene is actually Vi- the next scene is Viola Davis dressing them down like they're fucking Zach Morris and AC Slater. Yes, and it's. It's fuck. She's great in this movie. I was really happy to see her show up. Totally a two thousand nine Viola Davis. Not enough Viola Davis. No, but like she wasn't a huge actor at this point. Sure. Yeah. She um, just comes in as like you fucking idiots. Like blah yeah. blah blah blah. You get blah. like a, a doubt portion of her yes. about. Uh, and then yes, of course. Uh, it's like Bruce McGill being like, I don't know. Maybe we. They're at the funeral, and he's like, I don't know. Maybe we did fuck up. And he puts his hat on, which is great. Yep. And he gets in the car in front of Jamie Foxx, and you see this, this robot. Is <laughs> this is like it's like fucking Johnny Five. To contextualize this for people who also read the Star Wars EU, it's like Daharhan. Oh, of course, obviously, excellent. Everyone knows, everyone knows who that Spot is. Spot on reference. That's the bounty hunter that had a gun for a head. Uh, <laughs> nice. For some reason, they didn't bring this into the new Disney era. I have but no anyway. idea why. <laughs> Oh, thank you. That's exact my exact read on the situation. Well, Mandalorian season two, you might yeah. might see oh, it. Hunter Harhan shows up. I'm losing my <laughs> shit. 
Something tells me it's not happening. <laughs> but he might happen on the Gleep Glossary. Oh, at the $8 yeah. Well, that, level yeah. on Patreon.com. So By the way, J.B. Fox and Bruce McGill, like high ups, they are like under attack. You'd think they have some security. But no, nobody sees this gigantic gun. It's an enormous robot. robot. And like, even, like they're, they're stopped for a second. And Jamie Foxx is like, what the fuck is that? And it is insane. You are in a cemetery where it's like white tombstone, white tombstone, white tombstone. Oh, gigantic silver robot with like fucking tank treads on it. Rocket launcher. <laughs> How do you miss this fucking thing? It's like a chain gun and a bazooka next to each other, sitting on like a fucking thing, and it starts it starts chain gunning at the fucking procession. Lights up Bruce McGill. How did pretty. it get there? <laughs> exactly. You see someone practice. <laughs> I thirst for blood. I kill all, every cast member of Animal House. I used oh, to be. Oh shit! He got Niedermeyer. He, he did. He fucking fought for Viet, the Vietnamese. I was. Uh, I used to be a pun master five thousand, and they turned me bad. <laughs> now na- instead of one hundred and one knock knock jokes, I present to you one hundred and one ways to kill a cop. <laughs> so he gets fucking lit up, and then like after he's laying there dead in this car, pretty much the robot is like, uh uh uh. Rocket right to this fucking car. It does the car explosion where it flips over yep. on oh, itself. Oh, totally. Which that's that lets you know that's movie language for you know what? Everybody's dead. I'm on fire today. <laughs> Swoosh. Still Swoosh. got it. Swoosh. Don't let them tell you you can't have two passions. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to hate this robot, but I kind of love him. He's charming oh. as hell. Oh, and he followed his dreams. God damn, we can't. That, that, that robot lawyered up immediately. <laughs> I want my lawyer. <laughs> Tonight on Jimmy Fallon, the fucking killer robot. <laughs> Get your fingers out of my antennas. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, I'm not going to sing karaoke. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> What is password? Jamie Foxx is sworn in as like the temporary DA. Like Viola Davis is like, get in here. We got to do this real quick. It's a great, it's like the fuck you promotions. You fucking loser. I hate you so fucking much. Yeah, totally. Here's a promotion. I am doing this under protest. Mm-hmm. Um, More tribute and trivia here really quickly. The dude who's like in the middle of that scene, it's like Jamie Foxx, Viola Davis. And then there's a dude in the middle holding the Bible. IRL, mayor of Philadelphia. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There's this scene where, this is thread where she's like, everyone's afraid in the streets. I'm like, why? I don't know. Like, I'm not a police officer. I'm <laughs> yeah, not I didn't a have anything to do with this dude's botched court I'm case. Still, you know what? I'm still going to the 76ers game tonight. I don't know. Fuck <laughs> well, it. I did kill a woman and her little girl. Wait, that wasn't his, right? No, you're good. Oh, good. All right, then. I'm- <laughs> oh. Oh, Wait, sh- did I kill that guy's family? <laughs> yeah, I mean, half of Philadelphia oh, one shit. is that every day, right? Oh, shit. They're tough as nails Wait, out we th- there. Wait, I threw batteries at a little girl at a Phillies game. <laughs> Wait, no. Okay, no, but did she live? Oh, but I, ooh, you know, I threw up on that little boy at that Flyers game. <laughs> Could that have? No, he didn't have a boy perfect. 
I strangled the Philly fanatic. But tell <laughs> them, oh, that's s- the key to the city. Yeah, yeah. I suffocated a woman with a cheese steak one time. <laughs> oh, if he fucking if, if in this movie he killed the Philly fanatic, what a what a Whoa. what a the Dude. killer robot gets Philly fanatic. <laughs> All right, killer robot, you've got one more job. He's gonna try to entertain you with a bunch of weed dancing <laughs> and a horn honking. <laughs> The Phillies were playing that night, and he wasn't there. <laughs> that night my family died. He must die. I have to clear the way for Gritty. <laughs> oh, man, Gritty. Right, that's that's been his disguise. Right? He tunneled out and got on the Gritty suit. <laughs> oh, my God. Gerard Butler in the movie adaptation of Gritty. He's the nice. voice of Gritty. Absolutely. It's just it's a, like a Vin Diesel Guardian situation, <laughs> except for I am Groot. He's just saying, Ark! <laughs> ah! Oh no, he should be the Kathy cartoon adaptation. <laughs> well, Kathy had some other lines from time to time. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you killed my family. <laughs> Where's me ice cream? Chocolate. <laughs> this diet sucks. Ah! Oh man, she's saying what we're all thinking. She is. That diet does suck. Me think- knitting club said they canceled. But they just canceled on me. Ah, double milkshakes, lifesaver, right? <laughs> Didn't she got married at some? She point. She did. She yeah. finally found happiness and good avoided suicide yeah, again. <laughs> Old Kathy, this is Kathy. <laughs> Paramount loses $400 million on Kathy adaptation. Analysts say it was the hiring of Gerard Butler as the titular Kathy. Yes, my snacks will black out the sun. <laughs> then we'll snack in the shade. <laughs> Done that before. <laughs> I don't know. So whatever. But like. This is the like the sort of end of it where it's like, oh, thank God. It's like, oh man, let's go to all of his work. Cl- Chester sends an email like, hey. <laughs> well, I think Chester, by the way, because there's all this shit about Leslie Bibb is investigating financial shit in Panama. Sure. Yes. Oh, the Panama Because it was like shell corporations that he was involved with bought all these industrial properties. Thank God she's murdered in this movie, yeah. man, because you finally stop hearing about all that shit. And he's like, oh, in the email, it's like, these are all of his properties in the, in the city. You can go look them up. And he gets it's a all list, by price. The prices, and then Got he has it. to look through recent real estate. The Dude, the, yeah, there's a scene in this movie where Jamie Foxx is doing research in a library. And come on. Yeah, it's like, let's look up all the, 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 uh, the industrial zones purchased in this town. Compare those prices with the amounts from his bank account. And the, you are asleep. <laughs> no, I'm like, where is that fucking killer robot? I was pro- you can't just give me that guy at in the middle. Show and- me him getting cuffed. <laughs> he should be your sidekick at this point. Dude, there's a deleted scene where a bunch of crooked Philly cops, like in the middle of the night, take that dude and they've deactivated his like tank treads and they just leave him on train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> this is inhumane. Good thing you're not humane. Will anybody help me? Will anybody help me? What's that? Oh my god, it's gritty. He's saving him. <laughs> Lifts up Killbot, and now they're together. Love lift us up where we belong. Oh. Uh, uh, yes. 
Yes. Uh, but they so, discover that Gerard Butler hilariously has purchased a property that's next door to the jail. Next door to the jail. Oh, by the way, we should say that he's in solitary confinement in fucking the prison from fucking the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I don't know where this is. There's a lot of blue lighting here. Yes. It's a, it's an old-timey cell door. Um, and like Cole Meany and Jamie Foxx find this hatch. That goes inside of his cell and it's like, oh, he's been getting out the whole time. I right. think there's a line that like he he dug into all these cells. I yeah. think it's multiple cells. Okay, so he's got every one wired. Which is like, so he dug into every cell while they were occupied and stole <laughs> doors. <laughs> hey, just you stay there and hey, 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 stay in solitary. You're a bad guy. This is yeah. for a future plot. I'm not breaking ye out. Look, Jamie Foxx, we thought about everything. Holes in the wall? No, we didn't think about that. The Shawshank Redemption special? No, I did not think about that. I apologize. Come to think of it, it's kind of weird that a man in 2009 would have a poster of Raquel Welch. Yeah, so they... Whatever. The end of this movie is they find out that Gerard Butler has planted a briefcase bomb in... They say this at least three times, the caucus room it's mm. under the caucus room and guess what it is like napalm like you never saw before it'll take out this floor and the caucus room yeah which by the way the mayor it looks like fucking admirals of the navy yes. are fucking it meeting looks, in it this looks caucus like room the doctor strange love yes i was gonna say it's the war talk. room <laughs> well because she's like the city is under siege we need to find something I don't care if it's the the, the Patriot Act or whatever. Look, We're going to get him out of look, Philadelphia. Gentlemen, you can't caucus in here. It's the caucus room. <laughs> There's no caucusing in the caucus room. Look, we've tried everything. Oh, camera in his cell. No, we didn't think about that. <laughs> no, we didn't think about that. Oh, either. wait. Oh, <laughs> fuck. 24-hour surveillance. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, like didn't a guy, think about that. A guy that like just stands out in front of his cell. No. no. Keep it open. No. That's okay. why it's hysterical because what Viola Davis says in this very brief scene is like, how can one man be smarter than the FBI, yeah. the DOD, the Philly P. And I'm like, well, none of you thought to have a single soul watch yeah, this Yeah, they had guy. the Epstein guys guard them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Lord know, those guys fought for their three-hour breaks, and yeah. they should take them. <laughs> and now they're all transferring to other but prisons. Like, Weird. He's just leaving whenever he wants out the just door he's installed <laughs> in solitary confinement going down into his own facility where he's got an array of costumes <laughs> the most amazing thing we find out is that he has been holding down a full-time job as the janitor yes. of the fucking city building just to get this done and also he's been doing the ferris bueller thing with yeah. the pillows under the blanket <laughs> and like you know what dude you see someone just all tucked up in there you give it a poke speaking of ferris bueller that's going to be our we love movies episode sure. this month uh that was requested uh at the five dollar level on patreon fyi oh well we done. tried everything i'll poke in the the, the bed no we didn't try that we but didn't wait. try poking <laughs> uh it's the beginning it's, it's uh gerard butler giving himself a mohawk in the prison <laughs> shower wait the, kevin you're saying that you 
believe that Gerard Butler's punching the clock as this guy? He no, has to be. People are like, hey, Reg. And he's yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah. No Mos. Nope. No Mos, nope. no which is the fucking name of the company. He's just oh. a dude. No, no, them. but he's like, oh, you have a black eye. I didn't, re- I saw you yesterday. He's you been there at least he's one more there. other time. He's been really? Yeah. I, I, didn't I, thought, I thought he was just in disguise as the regular guy. Like, no. Oh, Christ. All right. I've got to plant bombs in Leslie Bibb's car tomorrow, but I've also got an eight hour shift maybe on me lunch break. These floors aren't going to wax themselves. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. All right, maybe if I switch with James, he'll take care of it. I owe him from last time anyway. James, can you cover me shift? Speaking of fucking corn and faith no more, he is dressed up with some bad chin facial hair oh, yeah. in, this, in this little getup. And he's got a skull hat on, too. Yeah, dude, he's got the life oh. all right. Oh, I got the uh, car explosions tomorrow. I better get the job at Jiffy Lube today. <laughs> Not enough hours in the day, really. <laughs> so they find it, and like they are pretty confident about moving this fucking explosive. Yeah, okay. Uh, they have this one dude who's like the timid bomb guy. They're like, "Where's the bomb squad?" And this guy's like, "Me." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, this way." He's like, "It's napalm. It'll blow up this street, that street, the whole Activated thing." Activated by cell phone. We're told. Gotcha. So it's the last scene of him and Jamie, Jamie Foxx and Gerard Butler. And like Gerard Butler comes back into his cell. It's kind of amazing. He's like, ah, good day, a crime. And he's like, welcome back. He's like, oh, uh, oh, Dude, oh. It's like when you would sneak home after yeah. like being out late partying and you're fucking dad. Maybe this is just me. Your dad is literally sitting in the yeah, living room uh, with the lights off. But the car has no scratch on it. I swear it. <laughs> Uh, so they just have this big talk-off kind of a deal. Uh, and he's like, you know, I'm telling you right now, don't call in that, you know, bomb. Yes. It's, it'll be the last thing you do. Blah, 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 blah. He fucking calls it. And what's that beep, boop, bop? They fucking put it in Gerard Butler's cell. Well, they say something about it. it's going to be 30 seconds after. And he hits right. it. He's like, I think you've got, like, 30 seconds to live. And he's like, oh, yeah, and closes the door, and Gerard Butler is just consumed in slow motion flames. That's, I mean, it's really a Simpson you diabolical. Exactly. Yeah, because he does give a, <laughs> huh. and the, the, the very slow motion flame thing with the this like CGI flames behind him. Probably uh, also seen in a corn music video, yeah. not for nothing. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm sorry, but like at least ten guards are dying in this blaze, right? Oh, yeah. I well, mean, no, maybe they evacuated. They knew what was going to happen. Oh, well, or maybe, all the people in the solitary could find. Oh, that's for sure. sure. <laughs> Who cares? Maybe when you found out the tunnel thing, maybe you call it in. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. Because you're you not a cop. Although, cut to the funniest shot in the movie is call Mimi running through the tunnel, like after having placed the suitcase. Yes. Because he's slow mo, like he got twenty five seconds. <laughs> And, and he's like, oh. you better believe he's beat red. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's moving. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's got uh, the three jackets on him, too. He's not standing behind the transporter panel in this movie. Jamie Foxx walks away from the smoking building and goes to the recital. Yeah, he makes his daughter's cello recital. Which, by the way, I mean... What is the timeline once we get to that 10 years later and he's missing recitals? Yeah. What is the timeline between recitals here? Because mm. I feel... That's too, too many recitals well, within the span we, of a month. We actually don't know that he went directly from killing him to... That's true. He, there's a, a wardrobe later. change. I don't oh. know. 
You're it might right. have been another night down the road after You're he right. murdered like but ten people. We can all agree, perfect screenwriting. It's, it's true. It's, Jamie Foxx has now probably killed more people than Darby as well. It kind of like this movie falls apart because like the end of the movie shouldn't be like I outsmarted him. It should say something about the legal system, right? No, we're not here to say something, dude. Yeah, but it's like that was the whole premise. Exactly, to say well, yeah. something, and Michael, it turns out we don't. Michael Kelly says, "What they're like? What? Are, what can we do?" He's like, "Go in and shoot him in the head." Yeah, and that turns out that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Right. Absolutely, that's what you do. Guess, but like then he has to deal with that maybe somewhat. Oh, I you mean, want this to be longer? I the see. The theme of the movie <laughs> is bad stuff sometimes happens to good people and makes good people bad people. The end. I guess I, that got, you know. You know who wrote this movie? Kurt Wimmer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And this might be one of his honestly best screenplays. Absolutely. It's better this than This is equal actually, bolt by bolt, it's not that bad. The fucking tunnel system is stupid and doesn't work. In general, but I other say than that, anti it's tunnel okay. systems. <laughs> Wait a second. This movie, 2009. Yeah. Anybody else recall a famous tunnel centric movie that came out in 2009? Yeah. Friday the 13th remake? Oh. Yep. Vietnam? <laughs> No, 2009's Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, the sequel? <laughs> Shit. No, but that's kind of funny, man. Two fucking tunnel movies. True. Where, where, well, at least movies in where tunnels play a big part in the third act. Mm -hmm. Both of which have serial killers. <laughs> like, that, like Tarantino says, that guy in Like a Virgin, he's digging tunnels, mm, right? Wow. Charles Bronson's digging tunnels. All right, yeah. Great escape. Uh, yeah, so he, see, he attends that concert. That's the end of the movie. Sure. Mm -hmm. I fast forwarded because I knew there weren't going to it wasn't going to be like a stinger scene or anything. But, you know, sometimes you catch some crazy credits. A special thanks in this movie to a flashlight company. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't mag know, light just, or what? No, not Maglite. Never heard of them. The off brand. Well, huh. like, my favorite thing with the credits is we go from like this very self-serious like, I'm going to fucking kill you finally for killing all this. Yeah. And then it's just this fucking beer belly rock. <laughs> That's fucking. <laughs> yep. Dude, with the fucking crazy. What are you people thinking? Like, you're trying to end this movie one way. It's like. Which Deftones album is this? This is from Around the Fur, Eric. That is the movie, man. Would anybody recommend this movie that was requested to us, of course, uh, by Jack from Chicago? Uh, no, sorry, Jack. Uh, and it sounds like you wouldn't either, Jack. Uh, but I just, it's <laughs> don't tell Jack what to think. Yeah, uh, come on. Leave Jack alone. I, you know, it just Jack, yeah. call back. Why are you bullying Jack? The end of this movie should be Gerard Butler dressed like fucking Lady Justice doing something. Like also, like you set up the whole thing. It's like he's got a wife and a daughter. Like you assume that's gonna ever be part of the movie. No, he just showed him a snuff film and then they left town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At so. some point, Gerard Butler drew a cartoon of Lady Justice or something. Yes, right? with a yeah, with like big old no, uh, uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Fox with head. big jugs. Yeah, yeah or something. interesting. Lady Justice. <laughs> It just it, it falls apart. It's, Is that a, it's a Stormy Daniels picture. <laughs> Google that one. It just you know it just it's it's fine. There's some good kills here. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It, I just can't in good conscience uh, recommend it. Eric Siska, I would uh, recommend it. It's not good. It's dumb, but the kills are kind of fun. I I was surprised by this movie. It's got it's got some thrills. It's dumb. Mm -hmm. It's not a good movie. Sure. <laughs> Looking at Steve. I know. Uh -huh. 
Whatever you need to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep on going. I would. I mean, I rated it two and a half stars on Letterboxd. Sure. I think that's where it belongs. Okay. But I think it is. You could find a worse way to spend an, a dad for noon. It's okay. a very much a dad for noon. Okay. Well, there are much better ways to spell it uh, <laughs> for noon as well. There's a, a bunch of old westerns out there, everybody. Of course. Uh, this movie sucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not like it. Um, I, I, this is like the second time I've seen it, I think. Uh, but hey, Deftone song. <laughs> so that's a so, uh, D plus. <laughs> the plus is for the Deftone yes, song. Yes, it would have been a D minus otherwise. You get two grades for that. <laughs> Yeah, I, sorry. I enjoyed watching sure. this movie. It was dumb as fuck, man. Yes, but yes. I think sometimes some of the greatest joys in doing this show is when you haven't seen it sometimes, and you don't know what it is. Sometimes sure. dumb is better. Yeah, dude. Sometimes <laughs> dumb is better. And I was like, this is fucking dumb as donkey dick. But I, I you know, the yeah. judge has a phone explode <laughs> yeah. her head I, off. I do get True. that. A dude is chopped into 25 yeah. pieces. I thought that phone exploding was a sniper rifle until we talked about it. A kid watches a snuff film with her mother. I, I love mean, that. It's a ridiculous motion picture. It's dumb, but yeah, it's a dad for noon. And it would be a dad for noon where you would feel not regret from that, <laughs> the way you spent Actually, the afternoon. You no, know, the dad for noon is the old westerns. The, yes. The dad after dark. Oh, oh that's when the f- this fucking rears its ugly this head. This is dad for dark, yeah, dude. Do absolutely. not walk into dad's got his bourbon. Yeah. And he's watching yep. his law-abiding dad's, citizens. Dad's watching law-abiding citizens, drinking his bourbon, got Breitbart on his phone. <laughs> ready to go. Not, not, not browsing it in that Safari Safari app. He's got the actual app for Breitbart. He's got it on his background on his phone. He took his family off. Oh, I had a, I poured myself a large drink and I had a, a Gerard Butler double picture. Oh, I love that stuff. The the shooting and the bad racial politics. <laughs> I don't think race plays no, anything in this movie. What are you talking about? In most of his movies. Uh, <laughs> I know. Original, okay. 30, original 35 millimeter priest. An angel has fallen. <laughs> I mean, what would be the perfect Gerard Butler double feature? Oh, good question. Movie? Angel has fallen. Yes, Angel yeah. has fallen for sure. I actually um, sort of enjoy that movie. As a lead, him as a lead, we're talking. Yes. Okay. Maybe second banana, but nothing under that. I kind of like, like Dracula two thousand. But not it's not really him. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pushing tough. the boundaries. Yeah. I mean, we're ta- if we're talking I'm about Gerard, Gerard Butler action, like Coriolanus, I really like. So yeah, I see, would put yeah. that up. But it's it's long. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Yeah, it would. We're going three hundred, aren't you? No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. That's where I go. Dracula over three hundred. Yeah, mine will be Angel Has Fallen and Dracula two thousand. Almost right, I think. I would say Angel Has Fallen, and you know what? Let's mix it up a little bit. He's Johnny Romcom. Get the ugly truth in there. Yeah. Okay. You know that again? No. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I mean, Angel is definitely the top of that bill. Yeah. I mean. Fuck, maybe this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What else is yeah, there? Yeah, that's true. Besides I, yeah. the rom-com stuff he's oh, and, done. And Stupid City, stay tuned, gamer. 
Gamer would I, be number two. Oh, I've never gamer seen is number two. I've never seen Gamer. gamer I watched is for like sure half of it, two. and I was like, I don't want to watch this now because I know I have to watch this for the uh, show. Wait. This, uh, so it's a stay tuned. Then. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Wait till you hear Michael C. Hall's accent in this thing. <laughs> Just you fucking Well, wait. we have our schedule worked out to almost November. So <laughs> who knows if it'll Might happen have to this sub year. It. But that is Law Abiding Citizen from Aught 9, directed by F. Gary Gray. Uh, if you want more We Hate Movies in the meantime, gang, heading over to patreon.com slash we hate movies. Uh, a treasure trove of exclusive bonus content on there, including this month's listener-requested We Love Movie selection of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which will be airing a little bit later uh, this month. Right, um, and don't forget, yeah. last month was Back to the Future Part 2. Totally. Before that was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I really... It's like a central listening. And man. before that, Empire fucking strikes back. So yes. there's a lot on that. Yes. Piece. yes. Uh, and also we're doing a, a Picard re- recaps if yeah. you're watching that show. You know, a lot yeah. of good stuff on that feed. Uh, but on this feed, you stay tuned as well because Listen Request Month continues. Uh, Steve, what uh, what trouble are we getting up to next week? We are continuing our dad for noon with Death Wish 4. The Crackdown. Or is that the face of death? No, that's the crackdown. Crackdown. The crackdown. Face, is, face of death is five guys. Because it has, it. has to do with beauty. <laughs> Charles Bronson's beauty. Oh, it's a fashion. We're yeah, doing a fashion. We Michael Parks is the bad guy? Yes. We, we did are. it. We did it before. Yeah, this one is not that. I believe the crackdown this... is my face cracking. <laughs> oh. I think this movie features a rocket launcher. Probably. I think. Ah, fuck. No, I don't remember. But I'm very excited to dig back into the Death Wish, Death Wish world because, man, Bronson, that oh, guy's yeah. a good he, time. He's excellent. He, you know, like, ah, you can't you can't get that again. No. Like, Gerard Butler with these movies, like, he's, you know, he's trying maybe, but he's never going to get that Bronson. Oh, he's way too tall. He's, he's a pretty boy. You got your Bronson, a little troll, a yeah. little monster person. Yeah, we got to get ugly people back in movies. Thank man. you. Where's I, the We Hate Movies and that movie? Was, that was made in the toxic sludge of the 1980s, my friend. You can't make that shit no more. But, I mean, that's a great point, Andrew, because we need more ugly people in, in cinema. It's true. <laughs> so until next week when we wrestle with The Crackdown, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak, Eric Siskin, Chris Gavin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.